everyone, welcome to Experience of Gold, a role-playing game podcast. My name is Sam. I am everyone's favorite girl and the current GM. I did that backwards. Um, joining me today for our finale for the Land of Eam playthrough miniseries is Connor, Keith, and Nick playing Blorble, Thorver, and Donavir, respectively. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. My name... Hi, guys. Why are all of my characters' last names respectively? I don't know why you keep making that choice. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's kind a of a decision that line. you've made. Somebody somebody stop me next time. No. Somebody stop me. That's a that's a 90s reference for you there. So I've Well, I, one one thing I've been doing that I realize is uh so for fun and fun, I've been designing custom like magic cards based off of all of our PCs from the oh campaigns. My God. This is oh, a dear. finale gift. Thank you. And uh, the way, because I was trying to think of how I could spell Donover's name, uh, so I used the the A E symbol, <laughs> like the like when you spell Aether, how you have the A, but it's also yeah, connected yeah, yeah, to yeah. an E on it. Ash. I have that at the end. What's it called? Oh. Ash. An Ash. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Is it not it's an Ash? It's it's prena- it's spelled Ash S C. Oh my gosh stupid so you use that symbol yeah that is the closest i could Letter. find on a on a, a keyboard to, <laughs> cor- to correctly uh, getting the energy of donover's name yeah it's just i feel like when you write it out the last syllable is just like an eldritch like secret it's just unreadable it's the symbol of the the king in yellow yeah <laughs> Does anybody else have anything to bring up, or shall we just dive into the last bit of our story? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Last time you guys went to Logjam, um, attempting to get an internship. Uh, you signed some employee documents. You met Shouldn't with Frau. And turns out you signed your souls away because Fran Tangle, Moira, and the demon ghost of Pritchard Cramp Stampenstein um, showed up at Riotous Family Holdings LLC in an attempt to hostily take over. However, you guys put up a very good fight against the army of kobolds that came in. You turned an Etten towards your side, along with the help of X and Thomas. You did a really good job until Frau invoked the dark <laughs> the, the dark binding that you signed in the form of employee docs and wiped you all out uh, making a grim last minute escape uh while you guys were helped by a bunch of people uh just didn't, didn't we all coming get- down from the vents and the ceiling and dropping in on you um we ended with mark the person who had pritchard inside of him for a while earlier in the story um leaning over and saying don't worry the men of action are here um so we open up with the three of you awaking in a hospital wing um it is lush and clean um dark wood lots of plants it almost looks like you might be in some sort of very fancy tree house um each of you are in different beds and across the Okay, well, just, you know that scene in um, Lord of the Rings where Frodo wakes up in Rivendell? Yeah. It's October the Mm -hmm. 23rd. That vibe, except with Ewoks. 
Like, imagine, like, the Ewok tents in treehouses, but mm. it's, like, Rivendell. That's the vibe okay, we're going okay. for here. Um, and sitting across from you all um, in on some very comfy-looking chairs um, are X, still wearing the full suit, and Mark, who is now wearing kind of a uh, modernized Robin Hood look. Um, with Both of them have little golden exclamation point pins pinned to their tunics. Okay. May I make, and- may I make a scene-setting motion? Please, please, please. Well, uh, everyone else is in a hospital bed. Blorble is resting in an IV bag. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like slightly oversized. <laughs> yep. They're, they're doing an IV drip of Blorble into like a into bucket. Into Yeah. And like it's reconstitute. Like, yep. It's like yep. a resin. You know, like you have to like set resin. Oh it's just like one of those molds. It's like a jello mold. Pouring him back in. Um, all of that nonsense is happening in the corner, and uh, Mark stands up to go, uh, I don't know, uh, now that enough Blorble has come down through the IV bag, like, now it's time to, like, change it, I guess, and he <laughs> unhooks and puts another fill of Blorble mm. in, um, and looks over and says, well, good morning, sleepyheads. I'm not tired. I don't need to go to bed yet. Mm-mm. Technically, um, I don't sleep. Yeah, you've just been sitting here and you've just decided now to pay attention. Um, <laughs> we shouldn't have signed uh, that contract. Blurble's smaller, so he's got a higher pitched voice for now. Ah, yes, yeah. very good. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that. Um, X, <laughs> X is like, no, you shouldn't have. That was a very stupid move. But fortunately, we are here to back you all up. Who's we? Uh... Myself and my comrades here at the Men of Action. Now, it's time for you to wake up. And he stands and walks over and starts shaking your bed. Uh, no, I feel weak and tired. You've been sleeping for five days. <gasps> Sits straight up. It's been five days? Yes. Ah, jeez. <laughs> have, have you just been counting? Oh my god. I totally didn't think about this. It's horrible. Yes. I have just been counting. I just reached 133,785. I have... I... Okay. That's a big number. I'm gonna look over at the ivy of Lorval. Forbidden juice. No, please, please don't drink me, Donovan. That I'm pretty sure would kill you. Oh. You reach out a hand and Mark slaps it. No. All right. No, we got to pay attention. Come on, we're come on. Reaches again. (laughs) All right. There's stuff to be done. His hand away. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! One hundred thirty-three thousand one. Stop that too! Oh my God! Everybody, get out of bed, says Mark. Okay. You're here with the men of action. We have some policies that we need to abide by here. Blorble, that's going to be the last one. When that comes in, you're all, you're all put together. So uh, feel free to wheel yourself along with us. And that means um, I can talk normal again. Oh, there we go. That sounds so much better. Oh, uh, the timber of now, a good baritone. It is still setting. So there is the chance that some of you might spill out. Oh. Which, don't be alarmed if that happens. Your voice will dip, but it will come back. Uh, we're very 
you know, like we're used to that sort of thing around here. We have some medical specialists, so very happy to <laughs> walk you through sure the sometimes embarrassing that. after effects of being recomposed. I see the GM has issued me a challenge. Yeah. Very well. Recombobulation. <laughs> That's all right. Um, clothing for all of you who prefer to wear clothing, with that, which I think is just you, um, in the cupboard. And we're going to uh, maybe, Thorvert, put on a nice hat or something. Um, Blorbold, I assume you only wear the one hat. Uh, we're. Yeah, do we still have our hard hats? Uh, yeah. Yes, okay, yes, good. and we've also um, made them more effective um, as they're pulled out and set on you. Effectively, like, little plus one armor here. Ooh. A <laughs> little bit harder to hit. Um, probably won't do any good. Um, all right, we've got to get going. Put on something formal, because we have to go to the funeral. Thorvert, uh... What? has the hard hat on and takes mm -hmm. a feather from the fanciest hat he can Good. and attaches it somehow to the hard hat. Yeah. And say, then finds fancy boots. Blurble crosses off intern and uh, draws a bow tie on it. Oh my god. Very good. Uh, I just put on my armor. I think that X is gonna like wrap a bow tie around or like a tie like an oversized 80s tie oh one gosh. of those really square oh. ones uh oh. tie that around you just to make you look a little fancier thorvert finds a if piano tie <laughs> that's actually the cutest thing i've ever heard okay i love a skeleton with that um skeleton with a piano tie hard hat and boots you were led out of this hospital ward um, by Mark and X, um, and into the Men of Action's headquarters. Um, so this is, as you are led around, you understand how this is set out. It's on the back of a mountain overlooking this vast canyon. So it's kind of hidden away, um, toward the north of Eam. You're not quite sure exactly where you are, but it is definitely colder here. It's definitely rockier. Um, kind of an alpine situation, um, but all of the buildings um, are either up in the treetops, carved into the stone. Everything is very natural, um, but also very rustic. So I've written down Rivendell meets Robin Hood is kind of your touch point for men of action. Um, there's people bustling around, uh, all sorts of different people. Not only men, I feel the need to clarify this. They are called the men of action, but they are not exclusionary on gender. Um, everybody is in different outfits, dressed very uniquely, but all wearing those small gold pins, and they all seem to be moving in a similar direction. And as you're caught up with the crowd, you are pushed along to this village square, where a large stage has been set up. Um, on the stage is a coffin. Um, there is also That's a large good. mech suit standing behind it, and a big picture that has obviously been painted very quickly oh, no. by someone who didn't really know what the person looked like of cramps. I know, um, the second you said mech suit. Mm -hmm. Sitting in the front row is Martin Martinson, uh, sobbing inconsolably. Um, next to him are the three androids. Not, They're not androids, they're automatons. Um, Fifi, Kiki, and Yvette. And they're all sharing a hanky, passing it back and forth, dabbing at their eyes. 
um, wearing black veils. Um, you, X, and Mark kind of slide in. You notice that Thomas is nearby, who waves and pokes excitedly at um, Donover. I forgot Donovan, Donoverp. I forgot your name. Um, Don't add a P. What's yeah, wrong with no, you? That, that's that's just a gross noise. <laughs> that's bad. Don- isn't it? Donoverp yeah. is what Donovan does when he's uh, a little too nauseous, <laughs> a little gassy. Um, in the back, you guys see the Etten that was turned to your side um, back in Logjam, as well as a very large ceremonial fire that is burning on the front stage. Um, Easily recognizable to all of you. Didn't we also convert Moira? You did. did. She's not there, though. Good question. I have all of the NPCs and where they are written down, so I gotcha. See, I was thinking she was the ceremonial fire. No. Nope, that's your girlfriend. <laughs> okay, I was gonna. I was just about to ask. Speaking of, where is the old flame? Was she in the hospital? She is. The fire. Okay. She is the, the ceremonial torch. fire. Yes. Oh wow. Um, she didn't know when you were gonna wake up, so she did have a job to go do. She looks very pretty, very like she definitely took time, put some fire makeup on for this. Is really putting her best foot forward. Um, no one else can tell a difference. <laughs> no one else knows. Blorble knows. Only Blorble. Blorble yeah. knows. Yeah. Um. Martin goes up once everyone has settled down. It's a somber attitude. And Martin starts delivering what you assume to be a eulogy. It's difficult to understand because he is sobbing so ridiculously. Um, it's difficult Sad. to make out any of the words. Just, I don't even know how it, and I, did, I just don't know why this is happening. I, and then gets really close. I blame myself. As the um, robot ladies come up and usher him off the stage, I'm, and everyone's like, "I'm gonna lean over to Mark. What? Uh, what? Mm-hmm. What? What happened to Cramps? Oh, um. So when they came here, he needed a tune-up. Uh, but apparently, the tools that Martin had are shit. So why would you do uh, this to me? There were complications in the tune-up, and also Cramps was extremely very just so old. <laughs> so it might have just been he was just really old. Ah, geez. So if if uh, if 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 Martin had better tools, then he would have been able to to, to save Cramps' life. I mean, I don't know. That's what he's been saying. So uh, maybe, geez, maybe he, but cr- also he was stricken. really old. He's uh, really. I cannot stress this enough. That dude was so old. Really old. That's a damn shame. That's happened. Blurple doesn't yeah, know you stole the tools. <laughs> This is just like, I just feel like this is a really uncomfortable situation. Like, I don't think anyone knows what to say because all of us just, this is just a really old random dude. Like, Should, I don't want to say that, but like, um, you guys knew him personally, right? He was my third favorite nephew. That's really specific. Do, do you want to go up and say something about your nephew? Well, how many do you have? Are there only three? Because if there's only three nephews, it's probably not great that you would talk about your least favorite. I have many. I don't remember all of them. Oh, great. You should, you should, just, you should just go stand up. It's fine. This whole time, the moment they mention the tools, Donover has been just <laughs> sitting in his chair, staring straight forward, not looking at anyone, just staring at the mech suit. <laughs> uh, Thorvert will stand up uh, and make his way up to the podium. Now, 
Uh, I, I am just a humble skeleton. Uh, and I'm not good at funerals. I, I've been to, I've been to a few, uh, uh, like mine. Um, <laughs> and in fact, actually a couple times I've been to mine. Uh, yeah. But we're not here for me. We're here today for Cramps. Cramps was my sixth favorite nephew. Mark opens his mouth and then closes his mouth. <laughs> and as my sixth favorite nephew, he held a special place in my sternum. They start clapping and then realize you're not done and stop <laughs> clapping. <laughs> but Cramps lived a very long life. And I mean long. He was old, all right? He was very old and uh, grumpy, but happy. I'm done now. Everyone claps. They were waiting. They didn't want to <laughs> prematurely clap again and polite applause from the, clap, the crowd. Nobody else moves. And then a very old wizened woman takes the stage. Um, She's like a briefcase and a very, uh, very 80s business suit on. She slowly raises the briefcase up, sets it down, just painfully slowly opens it. A bright glow emanates from inside. And she pulls out a single piece of paper. The glow goes away. She closes it. That was just for fun. And she looks up. And now for the reading of Pritchard Cramp Stambenstein, the seconds will... Wait a minute. The only thing I have is a mech suit, and I want it to go to that nice little boy. Can you raise your hand if you meet that description? Anybody? Oh, hey, Donover, you're a nice little boy. What? What? Me? Yeah. A nice boy? What? X just raises his hand. Yeah. I think I've got the child you're looking for right here. And the old woman just passes the paper to the person in the front row, and they just pass it back to you. And you're holding the will. And it says you have a mech suit. Oh. One of them is gonna sigh and get down off of his chair. Okay. He's gonna walk up to the stage. Thorvert stands aside from the podium. Preempt for him to take it. There. Preemptively, yeah, Blorble starts playing very inspiring music. Donovan puts his hand away, and um, he's going to stand behind the podium and okay. it's just Thorvert, Thorvert, up, please. Oh, right. <laughs> Thorvert will pick him up and set him on the podium. Thank you. And then just step back <clears throat> and stand there, like the wood creaks I a gave little. A speech. Everyone, there's something I have to say. And it's something I've known for a little while now. And it is about... It's about cramps. (sighs) 
I know who took the tools. <gasps> There's a gasp across the crowd, and they start whispering to each other, and someone shouts, murder! And someone else goes, no, shut up! Gramps is really He's going to look around at everyone. And realize, wait, what am I doing? This is this is not a good idea. Why isn't he in school? Is that a vagrant child? He goes. It's a complicated story. When I first met Cramps and everyone, I did take the tools. However, get him! Shut up, Jerry! However, in that fight where we tussled with the enemy, they were taken from me <gasps> before I could give them back. That's right. The one who took them. And what, what was the name of that, that, sh of the, of that demon? Oh, pr the name of the Pr demon Cramp ghost Stampenstein. is Pritchard Cramp Stampenstein. It is the father of the person who has died. They oh. were taken by none other than Cramps' father. <gasps> oh, wow, that's a, good, that's a good twist. That's a terrible now, father. This is a huge... This weighs heavy on my heart that I could not return them to him sooner. Because before I lost lost before i went to sleep for a long time for 5 5 days 1 million seconds <laughs> i was counting he's right just, just before i fell asleep i stole them back <gasps> you will find them in my jacket <laughs> <laughs> the inspiring only... music that Blurble's playing stops like a record skip. Like, like... <laughs> my okay. only regret is that I was not able to be strong enough to hand them over to Martin Martinson before I was asleep. How long ago I did take... Cramps die? <laughs> I take Cramps' passing upon myself. Immediately when you I are. bear this cross. This is my responsibility. And I am very sorry that I could not do more to save him. Alright. I need Can you to I, roll do, for do this. You need to roll trickery. <laughs> I need you to roll I need you to roll two checks. I need a charm check with charm. advantage. Is there any kind of bonus I can give him from the inspiring music? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Take a, a go ahead and roll me a d6. Um, Blorble. D6? Yeah. Uh, two. Go ahead and add two to your roll. Advantage, charm, Donovan. Boy. That's a seven. Okay, and then I need you to roll me a trickery check as well to see how a certain somebody responds to this. Okay. 
That's better. That's an 11. Okay. Thank very funny. I'm good at trickery. This is very funny. Um, okay. So you deliver your speech, and the crowd is silent for a moment, taking in this weird twist at the end, trying to figure it out. Um, and like some people start nodding. And it seems like there's a generally positive reception to it. People are like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he's a, he's a little kid. He's really tricky. And someone shouts up, Are you gonna avenge him? Yes. How are you gonna avenge him if you're not even good enough to, you know, not get your stuff stolen? You're gonna point his Every man has their shortcomings and their bad days. But you see, you naysayer, that it is it is one's duty <laughs> to rise above <laughs> and become better than who they were the day before. I am a child. I have lots of room to grow. You may think me young and dumb and foolish, and you may be right, but that is only today. And that was yesterday. No, that was five days. That was five days ago. But I am a new man five days later. Five <laughs> days person, rested. You shouted out, stands up. Uh. I'm not good at math. And they just kind of leave. <laughs> they just like walk away from the funeral. And everyone's like, <coughs> and someone's like, thank you for your explanation. We, are you going to go kill him now? Yeah. That's cool. We like that. That's And they like start talking again. Like The crowd is in agreement. It's good to go and take action immediately. We need to, we need to do something about that. We need to take action. They like that. People are clapping. Oh man, you just said the right thing. Don yes. Donovan is just like looking around a little confused. And Thorbert just gives him a little like, keep going. Going. That's right. Because now is we now is the time to stop grieving and being yeah. sad. Now is the we time to act. Oh, we almost said it. And we will meet them in combat in a great action. <laughs> <laughs> They're all really jazzed. This is great. This is very good. Axe has given you a thumbs up. My favorite um, genre Mark of play confused. is action. Someone's like, John Wick rocks! <laughs> like John Wick is actually a story of a of an anthropomorphic candle in this year. <laughs> oh, that. That's actually so cute. It's like Lumiere he making does. his way across the countryside. <laughs> Daring feats. Trying to revenge his dog. Yep. Um, that's what John Wick is about, right? Yes. Yeah. Literally. Mm -hmm. So that I see no reason for that to change if it's still No, no, no. Candle. It's still the same story. It's Great, just a candle good. with Keanu Reeves. Candles can have dogs. They just gotta be real careful. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> can I have that on a t-shirt without contest? <laughs> 
candles want, Yes. I want that too. <laughs> that might be the weirdest sentence that's ever been said on our show, and I'm really pleased about this. Um, candles can have dogs. X gestures that you can come off the stage now. Okay. Uh, Donover is sweating profusely. Thorvik <laughs> moves to help him down and slips first. It's like a tiny whoa. <laughs> yeah. Before reestablishing his grip and helping him off of the podium. Um, as you pass Martin Martinson, um, Martin leans forward and grabs your arm and pulls you in, like with a tight grip, like death grip all of a sudden, and looks you in the eyes and he's frowning. He looks angry. Martin. You cannot blame me for the first, for, for when I took them. His his hands tighten around your arm, and he Is leaves. it not something you yourself would do? And he, he, he sighs in your face, and just like whiskey, just dank whiskey on his breath over you. And he whispers fiercely, You take down that son of a ditch, you hear me? Nods. Absolutely. Cuffs you on the back of the head a little bit, like, like, boop, and lets you go. Where did the lies end, Donover? You guys are now <laughs> in the Men of Action head- You're in the Men of Action headquarters. Um, what do you want to do? What's the next step here? Crawl under a rock and die. But we're still on the stage. <laughs> Oh, we're still here. Yes, go back on the stage. <laughs> oh, no, okay, no. By all means. Like, Thorvert never left. Uh, okay. <laughs> he's just kind of standing there as everybody starts dispersing. Like milling back, yeah. Can, do we no, want to no be reason. the last three in the, in, the, in the room of cramps? Unless somebody oh, no, comes I, and gets you Thorvert. Know what? Yes. Yes. No one will come and get Thorvert. Like, they're like, that skeleton's just doing his thing. I am also going very to be the last one here. in there. Okay. Everybody moves away until, like, uh, Thomas doesn't leave unless you tell him to. Um, the old flame beckons. How do you, wait, okay, the old flame beckons the blurble. How do you tell Thomas to leave? Thomas, there's things yes, I must do. Okay, Go like prepare what? the way. He salutes and runs off. No idea what I just said. Like down the mountain. Um, <laughs> just go. Go, he's, Thomas. He's gone. <laughs> Can I just leave? And Thomas uh, was never just, seen again. Um, Mark, before he takes off, says, uh, "When you want to update on what's going on uh, with Fran and everything, come find me." Um, oh. And tells you his address. Um, and it's the three of you. X is crouched like a gargoyle atop the closest building just watching out um making sure nothing comes to get you and it's just you three and the body and the mech suit yeah and the old woman who's fallen asleep (laughs) going to uh hoist donovan up to put him in the mech suit no there's still a corpse in there i was gonna see if we can Can you put cramps in the mech suit what Put cramps in the mech suit. Cramps is dead. 
Yeah, you... No, put him in there. I know what I said. I was about to, to start decomposing his fingers. No. No? Oh. No. Uh. It feels a little rude to mess with Robert, my I'm your boss. favorite nephew's body. All right, let's help put him in the suit. He is technically um, our boss. I'll help. I literally don't remember what sort of creature Cramps is. I didn't write it down. I've just written Cramps. Very old. That's my full character note. Perfect. For when I introduced that character. So, excellent. He is a puddle of dead flesh. He is In a so vaguely goblin-esque form. Okay. You put <laughs> Blorble and Thorvert somehow get this body back in. I don't know how it works, but it does. Neither does I'm the audience. To... I would like to roll Some things tinker. are best left to the... What are you trying to do, though? See, I think he's mostly dead. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll. <laughs> so you're trying to rewire the mech suit into the corpse, hoping it will that bring the him correct back to life and absolve me of all great. of my guilt. Yes. Great. Good. Yes. Go ahead and roll Tinker. I mean... Ten. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for... Th okay, what I was gonna do... I was gonna do something, and we're not gonna do that. We're gonna do a very horrifying version of that. As you oh. reattach wires into this corpse, plunging them into holes that have mostly been rotted out and closed over. It's like... Like... There are... <sighs> You it's are able gross, to see yes. how to rewire him because there are holes where it used to be wired in and now that flesh is neck Necrotic. Necroticize necris necrising. Necrotized. Necrotizing. I don't know what the word. You do that, it's gross. It takes a long time, it smells bad. Um the sun's slowly, slowly going down, it's getting chillier. Um Hey Forbert. Hey Blorble. You think maybe we're crossing some lines? I don't know. I'm undead. Hmm. <laughs> you hear <laughs> the sound of electronics starting up universally. <laughs> Sorry, you asked the skeleton if something back to life was And the mouth of cramps shifts open. The jaw kind Ooh. of distended a little bit. And then you hear You have inserted a non-living organism into the mech suit. The mech suit is unable to operate with inorganic matter. Hmm. That's not, that doesn't make sense. With non-living matter. I really want to believe the, the, the mech suit said access that part log? <laughs> Yes, access log. Please provide user authorized login. I hold the, the will up. I own the mech. The head jerks back and forth a couple times. Authorized. Log accessed. And then you hear in Cramp's voice the beginning of what is almost assuredly a very long, very detailed autobiography. Oh, no. I was born on a Sunday. 
I hear tell the sun was shining. Mech suit, show no me clap. the important parts. <laughs> and like he like does like uh you know when people are possessed in the in movies and like the the it like moves their head around a lot. Mm-hmm. It does that, except it's like goofy. It's not scary. It's like ha ha ha. Look at this corpse. Sam, no. <laughs> okay, what? actually, I feel like that sums up many interactions with Thorbert. Ha ha ha. Look at this corpse. Um. And for about the next hour, you guys listen to snippets of this autobiography that has been recorded into the mech suit. Um, the important things that you learn are that Fran, Moira, Pritchard, and Riotus had a business together. Um, They were selling souls to the Gloom King, who is portrayed as this dark force in the world. It's it's kind of this omnipresent force. This is the stuff of legends for you guys. Um, They were selling souls to the Gloom King in exchange for general prosperity, riches, success, that sort of thing. Um, Riotus and Pritchard... After Pritchard's son was born, they had a conversation and decided, maybe this isn't for us. Maybe this we're the bad guys. And they left the company. Um, the kind of fell apart then. But now, Cramps um, talks about hearing word that Fran is trying to start this up again. Um, and except using the souls of her workers instead of just randos like they were doing before. Um, but... The very last thing that's written in this autobiography before Cramps died um, is a discussion of how they're taking him to the Men of Action headquarters and how the plan is to take them down from the inside, go back and rejoin um, rejoin Fran, and restore his father's legacy. Hmm. And as it finishes, the body slumps back down and you hear, end of lock. Powering down. I really thought that was going to work. You did your your best, buddy. Thorvert wants to just kind of, as gingerly as possible, given that it is still mostly hooked up, remove cramps and place him back in the coffin. Okay. It's fine. I'll let you do it. It's not pleasant. But it doesn't really matter to you. Yeah. Isn't his dad the demon? What do you not understand about taking them down from the inside? Hey. Oh no. Yeah, we kind of screwed up their plan, didn't we? Maybe. Hmm. <clears throat> um. So, wait, Thorvert, you are allegedly one of these business people. No, but yes. Right. So this is, this is Cramps' son, Cramps. (laughs) Uh, Pritchard, I don't think, went by Cramps. So, but Cramps did. Is Pritchard taking them out from the inside, or is Cramps taking them out from the inside? I will clarify. Um, 
I, I understand it was probably unclear what I was just saying. Yeah, it was very unclear. Cramp's, Cramp's plan, according to the autobiography, was once he was brought to the Men of Action headquarters to take down the Men of Action and then return to Dunk, rejoin Fran, and restore his father's legacy. Oh. Should we... Can we? Should we do a cut? No, I think it's fine no, that no. we. Okay. <laughs> we totally oh. misinterpreted that. You 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 power it back on and rerun through the last chapter because you stopped paying attention. Yep. <laughs> okay. Wait. No. I think we were. It, you did a good thing uh, being responsible for that guy's death there, Donover. Huh. Cramps, you are my least favorite nephew. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Um, I lied to all of those people. I've had the tools the entire time. <gasps> I know. I mean, I didn't, but I assumed. Well, now I don't have qualms with it anymore because, I mean, clearly he was trying to ruin everything. However, everyone liked cramps, and so I don't think we should tell them. Yeah. I think they should... We should use him as the, you know, the rallying cry. The call to action. The call to action. For cramps. I mean, because it definitely messed up their plans. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I just want to be clear about what uh, what our plans are from here, because the way I'm seeing it is we could just, like, dip, right? Like, we don't really need to... Uh -uh. Stay here, and I, we don't need to... Okay. I have a score to settle. You know, I All wouldn't right. mind seeing Fran... Um, she should be dead. Poor, dead, worse. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page, <laughs> because those guys <laughs> suck. Yes. Alright. Moira seems fine now, but we'll see. Oh yeah, that that reminds me. Uh, I'm gonna like uh, scrundle over to the old flame. That's um, a great word. Wow. Scrundle. There's a there's a bad Gross. bit I've been doing where I come up with a different word to describe Blorble's movement every episode. No, it's it's um, been incredible. Um, <laughs> old flame is burning merrily. Hello there. Merrily. Hello. How are you? I uh, just woke up from a five day uh, unconsciousness. That's been great. Um, I have no idea what that state might be like. I'm always aware. It's very weird for someone without a brain. Huh. I didn't experience dreams. Do you normally? I you know what? No, I don't think so. Dreams. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's up Any to you. Anyway, um, uh, you are looking uh, mighty powerful right now. Uh, Thank you. There's good kindling here. I can tell. Uh, have you seen uh i i thought we we got moira over to to our side but i didn't see her at uh, at the funeral have you yeah, have you seen I, her at all i haven't seen her around here i don't think she's actually here but it should be easy enough to get in contact with moira um she's been communicating largely with this group she says that she's ready for action when we are i'm, I'm assuming and they all cheered like at that point when they she all said did, that, yes yeah, that's that's why they agreed to let her help out they're, they're really easily <laughs> persuaded if you just say you're gonna do something i have a secret word <laughs> yeah 
That's also true of Tierney. She's around too. Everyone's kind of everyone knows she's there. And also, mm. we've been contacted by um Thorvert's old friend Matthias. Um, Matthias heard something. Turns mm-hmm. out Matthias is part of the Men of Action. So um, there are some powerful allies who are on our side, though not necessarily in this exact location. Hmm. All right. Well, That's good. Vim, don't we have to go back to Dunk then if we're going to face off against them? Mm-hmm. It's the conference and we need to interrupt the conference. Mm-hmm. Back to our old stomping grounds. Well, let's go uh, find out the plan then, shall we? I thought that was the plan. Oh. Go to Dunk. We have to come up with the plan. Mark did say that if you want to come and hear an update on everything, he's got an update. Let's go see Mark for the update. That says X. X just shouts that from the, the other rooftop. Thank you. Mark wants to go see you to tell you what's been going on. I can do it, but I don't want to do this voice. (laughs) <laughs> That's fair. I understand. Uh, I'm gonna... What do we do with the... Wait, hold on. Where's Thomas? You sent him out. He's gone. You, yeah, you, you, said, you sent him you running. You said prepare the way, and he left. <laughs> X. Yes. Get Thomas, please. Do you need him to do anything specific? Get in the mech suit. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> And X will jump down the other side of the building. Let's put the unhinged child into a weapon of war. I'm going to write that down. Thomas plan. of the mech suit of the bush. So this is my note coming into this. I wrote the locations of all the NPCs, and I have Thomas, IDK, probably in a bush. And now I'm writing, nope, in a mech suit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look. I'm going to hold up I need the Thomas lantern. to fight. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna hold up the lantern, the empty one that I, that uh, old flame has been riding around with us in. She uh, jumps over. I, I was gonna say I understand if you don't want to give up the the, the good kindling, but uh, it'd be good to have you along with us. No, I want to be by your side. And she into it. All right. This is really cozy. I know that that one might be really important and fancy, but I like something small and cozy. We have to get you a better lamp. This one's okay. kind of kind of wearing out its welcome. Why not just tie the lamp to your helmet? Oh my gosh, do you go to Mark's yes. house? Yes. <laughs> um, Mark has prepared the snack that all adventurers need while planning their final attack. Totino's pizza rolls. <gasps> oh, yeah. And Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, there is some cut up carrot and celery sticks because Mark understands the important, uh, importance of healthy foods in your diet. Mm -hmm. Um, Mark lives like a bachelor. Mark has a lot of beanbag chairs and you gather in this cool rad, I get, it sounds cooler than it is in quotes, cool rad hangout spot. Um, there is a large, where did we pick up Mark again? He was uh, the... Mark was in the cage mm-hmm. at the, in the right. first yeah, episode. Right. Yep. Mark was a goblin with that's a big Tierney's tattoo. Tierney's boyfriend. No. Tierney. Who's... Well, you're not. You're not sure. It hasn't been confirmed. I don't remember the name of Tierney's boyfriend though. <laughs> Mark is the one that had the tattoo, right? Yes, it's not Tierney's boyfriend <laughs> though. Mark just, just yeah. was at Tierney's for help being 
unpossessed. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I think Donovan mistook that for being her boyfriend. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. that's probably that's yes. yeah. Yeah. You You're can still think that correct. if you want. That's yeah. totally fine. Um but now Mark this is Mark's day job. So, welcome. Um there is a murder board. Um a gu- a g- <laughs> The actual murder, but against one wall with pieces of string, and oh, they don't have por- they don't have, like pictures here, so that he's just drawn a lot of pictures, and they're fine. Um, of various key players. Um, is, there, is there one of a small boy hiding in a bush? <laughs> yes, and there is a separate one of a mech suit. So if you want, you can move those things. Yeah. I'm just going to take the mech suit drawing yeah. and slip it over so that it just like. Yeah, so it's like the head is in it. So it's just yeah. Mech suit. yeah, that's really good. I'm glad that happened. Um, Mark's like, oh, interesting development, and writes it down in a notebook. Um, then uh, it gives you all the snacks. Wow. Um, Thorvert takes some vegetables and a glass of Diet Coke and settles into a beanbag chair. Oh no, it's going to be so <laughs> soggy. Okay. He picked the things he likes for texture. Aww. That makes sense that you wouldn't want a uh, pizza Before roll he for takes texture. a sip of the Diet Coke, Donover is just going to go, Thorvert, you told me to never let you drink soda. So? Sip. It's bad. No, it's bad for your teeth, you said. <laughs> And your teeth are your face bones. No, my face bones are my face bones. My teeth are my teeth. My teeth go in my face bones. You said that soda's bad for me. And uh, you. It is. Sip. Mark wraps a pointer onto his wall. All right, here's the sitch. Fran... Frau and Streral Meeps, who has uh, actually uh, pulls out, they pull out a Sharpie and go over to the board, cross out Streral Meeps. Okay, as a note that Streral has uh, changed her name to Freral for branding purposes. So we've got Fran, Frau, and Freral. Um, and they are all together in Dunk now. They all retreated back to Dunk. So I'm pr- this is following me so far. Yeah, that was pretty easy. Okay, good. Um, so the triple F for lots of failure? Now, it's great. I like that. Uh, writes it on a separate card. Puts to the side. Now, okay, so... While I was cleaning the mech suit after... <laughs> after Cramps died, just cleaning out all the gunk that was in there, I came across a remarkable thing. And he pulls Might need to clean it again. Old, bound manuscript there is an incredibly detailed autobiography inside of cramps's suit now i figured none of you would be interested in reading this so i read all of it already in preparation mm. sure mm-hmm. we should have came here first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crunch mm-hmm. <laughs> um does it have anything in the end that turns is- out I just finished it after the funeral. I wanted to wait to read the last chapter until after he was officially put to rest and turns out Krabs is a total jerk. Yeah, so, we knew. Gasp. Yeah. He's what? my least favorite nephew. Well, I, for one, am bo- uh, just boggled by this. Yeah, uh, so, Mark. Yeah. I need you to, I'm going to confide in you. Is that the oh, right gosh. word? 
I don't know. Use it in a sentence. Mark, I'm going to confide in you. Yeah, that's the the right right word. word. Yes, continue. (laughs) Cramps' father never took the tools. You're kidding me. That was such a believable untruth. I know. The reason why I said that is to... Well, Martin really liked him. Right. And also, these boys here needed a rallying call to... Action. He just whispers action. Ah, yes. (laughs) I won't overreact. I understand your caution. Thank you. And so... I figured people should remember Cramps as they knew him. You know, everyone liked uh-huh, him. Uh-huh. I'm on board. Okay, so we're going to use Cramps and and the fact that everybody thinks that his father is responsible for his death as a way to get the men of action on our side. The only problem is a lot of them think you're all, how do I say this? Uh, Incompetent? Yeah, a bunch of idiots. Uh, because unfortunately, I don't know what that, that word means. I just heard a bunch of people say it at me. Well, how about I start spreading around some rumors? It's going to take a couple days to get everybody on our side, but we could probably raise up an army if we talk about the fact that there's going to be action. <laughs> Sorry, I I do get a little excited. I try not. So. I'll start doing that. Um, in the meantime, let me explain what things are like in, in, in Dunk. Uh, luckily, we've got Kyle on our side, and Kyle is undercover Mark, with Fran. Mark, Mark, real quick, before you start that information spreading process, let me yeah. know, because I think I can help. Okay, uh, I'd love to have you on my side with that. That's great. Let's talk after. I nod. Kyle has let us know that um, Fran, Frau, and Freryl tend to stay in three distinct areas. Uh, Freryl is, as the boss's assistant, currently uh, leading the company as the boss, Fran, is on an extended leave. So Freryl is going to be up in the top office. Frau, uh, lately, has been spending a lot of time in an arcane dungeon that is buried beneath the headquarters. Um... No doubt doing various evil, mystical rituals, and I have some bad news for all of you. Hmm. I know you've been wondering where Mabel is. I know that's probably been on your mind constantly ever since you woke up. Yes. And I'm sorry to tell you that Mabel has been taken. Uh, Meryl. Mabel is... um, Frau's holding her. I understand there's all sorts of administrative torture going on. Oh no. Not Are they miscolor coding? I've heard reports of badly alphabetized filing. I have heard reports and I don't even want to talk about this, but I hear that Frau has been microwaving tuna. Oh, I don't even have a nose. That's it. Blurble cocks his hurdy-gurdy like a shotgun. We gotta get in there. Yep. That's it. It's game over for her. Good. Alright, well, in addition to Mabel, all of your documents and your card have also been seized, so in order to start that business, you are gonna have to go take that back. Oh, okay. Um, Just by the way. So Uh, this is why I said I should hang on the... (laughs) I know you did. (laughs) 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 But the, the finale had to happen. Um... 
and that that's that's where we're at. Well, I have a we question. Can get you in. I have a question have to Axe answer. Frau, and with a as much of a grin as a skeleton can muster, he hoists his axe up on his shoulder. I get it. Oh, and Fran, Fran, uh, Kyle to do a lot of digging, literally, but turns out uh, Fran is in a partially buried mausoleum behind the headquarters that has been uh, very helpfully labeled the executive mausoleum. Hmm. In Dunk? In Dunk. Question. She's dead. So am uh-huh. I. Uh huh. Oh. Well, let's uh, start talking about spreading those uh, those positive rumors. Right. So I have a uh, bard ability uh, okay. called Troop. Uh, I roll plus oh realms. You have performed all over the land and have an estab- and have established a network of fellow bards and performers. Once per session, enlist the help of an NPC bard or troop of bards or anyone related to music and uh, and performance scene. Okay. So I, uh, I'm gonna like uh, start contacting uh, all of my uh, my fellow uh, anarcho uh, anarcho socialist union bards uh, <laughs> and have everyone start spreading the news. Uh, that we are uh, bringing uh, the fires of rebellion to the workforce, both figuratively and literally. I love it. I love this so much. Um, so I got to roll I for that, w- though. Okay, yes. Go ahead and roll. I was going to ask you a couple questions, but we'll see what this roll is first. It's realms? Yep, plus realms. Okay. Uh, it's an eight on the die, and I think my realms is two. It is, so ten. Ten, nice. That's a success. Um, you managed to get, oh, let's say you get four backup, backup troop members. Mm-hmm. Um, up to you if you want to decide what they're like. Um, but I'll say over, um, over the course of the time between when you woke up and when you guys decide to go to dunk, it doesn't have to be defined if we don't want to, but over that time span, you uh, send out word, gather in your troop, they start singing tales of your bravery in the tavern at the Men of Action spot, um, talking about how much you're going to disrupt the workforce, that sort of thing. And they just slowly trickle into town, meeting up with your old friends. Um, Do you want to, you want to give us a Slice us off like a, a a piece of chat that they're having. I kind of really like the idea of them all also being oozes, but different okay. but different colors. Yes, love that. Um, like there's a there's a like a kind of a a a tangerine ish one. We got a uh, a kind of like ruddy brown one. Uh, mm. there's a, a a very vibrant pink one. Um, uh, he's the wild card of the group. Ooh. Um, oh. yeah. I love that so mm-hmm. much. And do they all play other like different instruments? Yeah, so they're all like very esoteric, like not um very okay. commonly used. Like Blorble's got the hurdy gurdy. Uh I wanna say like um I guess not esoteric, but not like commonly thought of as like a bardic right. instrument. They're like n- weird niche mm-hmm. a keytar. Like, 
the I was gonna say the pink <laughs> ones lugging around a whole a whole harp with them. Yeah, uh, the entire I love time. That. A whole standing Someone harp. Has- Mm-hmm. Yes. Someone has a marimba, marimba, and a xylophone are the just like, just like f- you know those little like finger chimes, mm-hmm. just that. <laughs> no, 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 no. The last one, the the last one has bagpipes. I was gonna. Bagpipes. I was hoping. Oh my gosh! Imagine trying to play bagpipes and sing a narrative <laughs> at the same time. Ooze is probably could. It's only possible. If anyone with, yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, I love that. That's like. Like you guys should do like a like a compilation album after all of this is done. I, I love this. I really oh like gosh. the idea of one ooze doing the finger chime thing, but because they're an ooze, they've just got like hundreds of them. They <laughs> 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 just keep falling out and in, uh, like cycling. And they're all oh slightly gosh. different sizes. Um, Connor, can I have you go ahead and roll me a charm check? Uh, yes. Just to see um, how if the reputation in town, in, in the headquarters, changes. Uh, it's a six or a nine. That's uh, a six. Um, plus charm, you said. Yes, please. Six plus two, eight. Okay, awesome. Um, they do a decent job getting people onto your side. That's two successes with a twist for y'all. So I think that that comes out to everyone who's gonna help you will help you. Awesome. Um, anything else you guys want to do before, uh, I guess, uh, going to the key NPC who's going to take you into the endgame? No? no. How long do you guys think it is um, that you stay with the men of action before departing? Not too long. Yeah. I think gotta... a maximum of maybe another week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a handful of days you're there. Um, they feed you. You get into kind of a rhythm. X makes you train. Um, Most of Thorvert's training involves axe-related puns. Okay. I love that. I love that part of your training. This is making puns. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's definitely not only combat. Like It is like problem-solving, and they have you doing math problems, and it's just like an overall gambit of ability. Um, rather than like, here's a sword, hit the stick. Um, yeah. So before we shift into y'all are heading back to Dunk, um, we're going to take a slight break. So I can have you guys do your final level up. Uh, you're going to get three levels from the men of action before Ooh. you head into your final encounter. So we're going to take a break. Melakaliki laka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's right, folks. It's your old pal Pip the IT Goblin. And, uh, oh, it's been a while since I seen you. You're looking good. Have you? Are you doing something new with your hair? Did you get a new wardrobe? It looks nice on you. You probably wonder where I've been all this time and, uh, well, uh, Late last year, this uh, little slime guy came by the office and dropped off some uh, some paperwork about, uh, you know, worker mistreatment and unionization and all that. And, uh, well, old Pip learned some things. Uh, most notably, uh, he learned about a crude vacation time. And let me tell you, I'd been sitting on a lot. So uh, here I am uh, in the sunny beaches of Hawaii, living large and... Uh, 
sipping sipping a mai tai, sitting poolside, you know, just uh, living that that IT goblin dream. But the gang at Experience in Gold asked me to deliver a uh, a quick little message for you, uh, make a little announcement. You know, I think they feel bad about um, all the abuse. So uh, so there's that. So uh, right, the announcement. Hold on, let me uh, just uh, you know, dig it out of my pocket here. All right, yeah. Coming soon in the near, uh, but not too distant future, Experience and Gold is going back to Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. Wowee, what an announcement. Ain't that, ain't that something special, huh, folks? Well, you heard it here from your friendly neighborhood IT goblin. Now, I've still got, uh, about eight months of vacation left, so I'm gonna get back to my, uh, I'm gonna get back to my beverage and, uh, listening to the waves roll on the ocean, uh, accompanied by the dulcet tones of our local ukulele men. Went well. Until next time, and from all of us here at Experience in Gold, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll see you next time. And the morning of the return to Dunk arrives. Um, all of you have been asked to make your way uh, down the mountain toward the airfield. Um, so coming down the mountain. Good. You Pour gather the at who who all um do you want to bring with you NPC wise? Um, there is an army who is also going to be making army quote unquote that it's making its way that will you know combat the the op opposing army. But uh, so, so who of the named people do you want? So we have our, our um, normal, I was going to say our normal retinue of Mabel and the Old Flame, but then I remembered. You um, have the Old Flame. It's Old Flame. Thomas. Okay. Thomas in a mech suit. Yep. Okay. Mecha Thomas. Are you bringing X uh, or Mark? X for sure. X for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. X will be with you and then Mark will lead the rest of the men of action. What is Mark, I was going to say, what does Mark do? Because so far all we know oh, of yeah. Mark is he was in jail and possessed. Yeah, yeah so. that's great. Um, Mark, Mark is a man of action. So Mark's job is to go around the countryside doing things to help people or just doing, doing things in yeah. general. Like the whole point of the men of action is to like, they do have like this whole noble purpose of like stopping evildoers and like making sure that good prevails, but really they just want to do cool stuff. So Mark goes around doing cool stuff. Okay. Like, like getting any... possessed. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. getting stuck in a cage because of it, and then having to go find a witch. You know, just like going on a weird yeah. adventure. So now Pretty Mark cool is stuff. back at exactly back at home, um, getting into X Files. Um, Good show. X should know, secure his files better. It's Ooh. it's true. In the middle of the night, Mark does sneak in X's back window and page through all of the files that X keeps on all of the strange occurrences. Um, <laughs> somehow starring. <laughs> characters called Mulder and Scully for no apparent reason. Um, Those are just the cover names that X uses. Yep. I like the idea very much that X writes X-Files <laughs> yeah. in world. Okay. Um, so yeah. So Mark is cool guy who does cool stuff. Okay. Good question. B bad answer. <laughs> um, I feel like That'd be all for our party, right? Cool. Like, is there anyone else we... Um, if you guys want to with, uh, designate Moira? Tierney, Matthias, or Moira somewhere, please feel free. 
Moira would be useful because she might know, like, the layout of where we're going to be going. Moira also might be their replacement for cramps. That's true. So yeah, we should probably bring Moira with us. But Cramps died when he got to the Men of Action headquarters. This is true. So he never did get to infiltrate them. Yeah, this is true. doesn't necessarily mean that Moira uh, didn't know about it and wanted to participate and has thus become a replacement now. So Are we smart enough to know that? <laughs> or to think of that? I think Thorvert would not in that way <laughs> think of it and instead think I want to have a reunion. I mean, I'm not uh, him, but I, I-, I want to have a reunion with all four of us. And, yeah, and Blorble's thinking if she's been to the if she was part of that that team, she might know like kind of the layout of where we're going to be going, which would be helpful. Okay, you can bring her. She'll be around if you need her. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think I'll put Tierney with the Men of Action, and we're going to put um, Matthias in the place he will be if you do not want him otherwise, which is noted down as, in quotes, helping Kyle. That's, That's useful for a venture capitalist troll. Yes, it's a uh, a troll who lives in Dunk, who is one oh, right, of right, right, Thorvert's right, right. friends. He, <laughs> Just oh, let's bring the Etten. Uh, no, nah, we'll keep the Etten with the Men of Action. Mm-hmm. I've written I've written down that the Etten's um location is around. So the Etten is around. If you have need. Okay. Do okay. with that what you will. Could we track okay, down that cool. guy Blurble lit on fire in a tree? We're we gonna were... have to be more specific. <laughs> it's weird that it happened twice. No, uh, the when we were traveling to uh to Logjam, there was a yes. guy caught in like a spider web tree. Yes. And Blorble and the old flame like burned the tree down because we didn't know there was a guy stuck in there. Yes. Uh, and he busted out. I don't know if we. I don't know if he is important or if he is someone we could ask to help. If you but, really want to try to find this person, I will let you, but I will say it is not a significant person. I have okay. forced every significant person into the story okay. without your involvement. <laughs> okay, I don't think Blorble would remember okay. him then. That was more me okay. trying to, <laughs> to I think just want to make sure. People. I just mm-hmm. want to like do a overview. Okay, cool. Okay. So you make your way down the mountain. It is a nice hike. There are butterflies. It is beautiful. And you arrive at the base um, where... There is literally an airfield carved out. There are like three biplanes that are sitting there, um, all done up in really adorable colors. They're all like bright and pastel. Any pan planes um, or ace planes? Uh, no, unfortunately, there are only biplanes here, but mm. that's not because they're being exclusionary. It's just they happen to know each other. Okay. <laughs> but they're open to other si- types of planes, like for sure. <laughs> like this, is, we're not yeah. trying to make it a thing. <laughs> Um, we understand the importance of representation in planes. So beyond these is a, um, familiar site to all of you. There are about 15 currently deflated hot air balloons that are patched up, a little worse for wear, but also, um, remodeled with armor and weapons. Warplanes 
and the guy who took you uh, across the uh, the crack waves. He's not here again. too. Not again. I don't Do you not those. go? Are you guys going in the void instead of the air balloon? <laughs> yes. We, yes. we oh remember what happened last time we went okay. in the thing. He waves merrily and you all turn around <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> um, X knows how to fly a plane, sure. Um, the army loads into the hot air balloons, um, lifting up and in the direction of Dunk while you all refuse point blank. And someone give me a color. Blue. Someone give me another color. Rain. This is the ugliest plane I've ever seen. You guys get into a blue, green, and red plane. (laughs) It's so ugly. It's like a children's toy. Um, But it's like a, it's like old school. So you guys have to like wear like your aviator caps and you've got like little, little scarves and it's open air. So it's all like battering against you. Um, as X gets into the front, grasps the twin joysticks, and I'm gonna roll for flying. If it was a if it was a biplane, wouldn't it just have one? This is a fantasy. One. It's yeah. There's there's just uh, one. Jo- I don't I don't know anything about planes. Uh, yes, Sam. <clears throat> I will say that alongside the aviator cap, um, Thorvert is wearing just the fancy boots, the Mm -hmm. piano tie, of course. Oh, good. And now has added flying gloves. Those are very cool. That's a good look, actually. Did you move the the feather from the hard hat to the aviator's cap? Yes. Okay, very good. It's attached with scotch tape. Oh, You've got like a roll in your pocket in case it detaches. You can just what stick pocket? It. He has no pants. Well, on your boots. <laughs> it's in the boots. <laughs> it's just ratting all around in there. The, uh, um, the the bow tie on Blorble's uh, hard hat has oh, been yeah. uh, crossed off, and he just <laughs> writes "war" on it. <laughs> war paint. Love it. I make no changes. <laughs> Thorfurt has um, goggles, but they're not over his eyes. Naturally. Okay. Thomas is secured under the plane. Um, and the whole time you just hear a little kid going, Oh my god! <laughs> just as you make <laughs> your way across the countryside. <laughs> when you say the secure on flight- the plane, I imagine him just like gorilla gripped onto the landing gear. Just <laughs> No, I, I imagine, imagine that like, they just like wrapped a rope around. These are all he's great. Like, he's like like Superman, basically, yeah. this is onto so the funny. bottom of the plane. These are all incredibly different than what I imagined, and I'm not going to tell you what I imagined because I like all of them. <laughs> he is secured in exactly the way that you personally imagine it. You are Somehow right. You are canon. Of all of them. Uh, I love how many open interpretations we have in this game. <laughs> As you sail over the mountains and down into the valleys of Eam, you see... Oh, this is a lot faster. They used to be forests spread out beneath you in the path that you all took in reverse as we make 
Are we back along the story? Oh, look, there's Tierney's hut. Oh, look, there's that weird tree with all the axes in it. Everything. throwing the hatchets back down at that tree. <laughs> Do you? Do you just drop them? Just... just drop them down? Yes. I'm going to roll something. Three of them make, to... the, make it in. Three of them make it in. And then you sail over the last range of mountains before seeing the city of Dunk beneath you. Um, a reminder, this city is op- occupied by trolls, and there mm-hmm. are bridges everywhere. There's um, two sections of the city, one so that's funny. fancier, one's a little less fancy, and there's a bridge that connects them. But for our purposes, we are mostly focused on one business headquarters of... Fran- it's just Fran. It's just it's just Fran's business headquarters at this point, which is the second tallest building in Dunk. You can see it as you crest down and land at an appropriate distance. I actually had a question about that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Can we see the headquarters from? You can from here. Are there guards? Uh, make a perception check. Because I kind of just want to drop in on them, and I will tell you why in a in a second. Because we can drop Thomas on them. We can drop Thomas on them, and I also Both have a Thomas. thing. Uh, so that's a ten on the die plus perception, which is plus okay. two. So that's a twelve. Beautiful. Let's pull it back up, and you guys are currently hovering over Dunk um, enough that you have eyes on the roof of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, Blorble kind of scoots forward um, and then like extends his his goo outside of the plane because it's kind of like stable enough that you can hold shape to get a better eye. Um, <laughs> and there are no guards on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some like tables and chairs for like people on break, but there is nobody stationed up there right now. And there is what looks like a doorway, like an entrance, like you okay. can get up from the roof. Okay. I'm still going to do this because it's fun. Uh, yes. I have a new level six ability because we leveled up thrice, which is dope. Uh, or no, sorry, level seven ability. Uh, Epic solo. Okay. Once per session outside of a conflict, automatically uh, distract an NPC or group of goons or roll plus charm. Once per session on a six plus, you can distract one D four goons or on a nine plus eight bruisers. Uh, okay. Your audience remains distracted by your mad chops as long as they are not attacked or take dread. Uh, you are interrupted uh, as long as bleh. as long as they are not attacked or take dread. You are interrupted and you spend an action each round to continue your epic solo. Okay, got it. So, I assume there are guards in that building. You so know I that do there want are definitely tr- going to be guards. Yes. So I do want to try and distract them with okay. my uh, using. Uh, ben and James' own words here, Mad Chops. Mad Chops. Okay. Um, I will ask Thorvert and Donovan, um, what do you all want to do? Blorble is like, hey, there are guys in there, and I bet I can distract them. Um, yeah, does this make sense? You can see like the roof entrance and that's mm-hmm. the start of what you're going to do. Do you guys want to dive down onto the roof? Do you want to do a performance from midair, hoping that people will hear you? What's the idea? I was I was going to do like the at least the initial distraction while everyone got down there from the plane. Got, okay. 
That was my idea. Okay. Okay, cool. Where do you want to do this from the plane? Is that the idea of? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead and roll me. Do you have to roll something or is it just happens? Um, it says I automatically, uh, it automatically. says I can automatic, I can automatically distract a pack of goons or yeah, I can it's roll goons. plus charm. It's, it's going to um, be a pack of goons. Um, as the plane hovers down over the building, making this round, trying to stay kind of hidden by the others, but it's a plane. Mm -hmm. Um, you swoop closer and the bottom doors of the like the the ground doors burst open and you see a stream of kobolds coming out of the building and then a couple seconds later the door from upstairs opens and like four of them come out immediately catching sight of the plane excellent what do you do to distract the guards that have been sent out in response to your presence Blorbles got one slime leg up on the wing, the hurdy gurdy out. He is just like blasting music from it, uh, just like a, a haunting. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> uh, droning. Yes, like just a, a droning solo from this hurdy gurdy. Oh hurdy gurdies literally have strings that are called drone strings. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sitting here playing a dirge out of a plane. It sounds a little bit like uh, Flight of the Valkyrie, but you know only if you're like really paying attention because it's you know kind of hard to tell. As you start playing, the goons on the ground are just drawn up. It's like hitting some sort of frequency that kobold ears are particularly sensitive to. It's like a dog whistle and they all just look up at you with these giant eyes and they move as a pack under the plane <laughs> following you like the Pied Piper. <laughs> and Is there a lake nearby? <laughs> oh my gosh. Roll realms. If there's not a lake nearby, just pull them Wait. off a bridge. I'm pretty sure there is a, a lake nearby. Looking at the map. I also have an ability. I could just say there is a lake nearby. <laughs> yeah, I also have one. Oh my god. Do you want to do it? I have a few abilities that... There's a river right nearby. Like... <laughs> I'm just saying, we're having him roll to see if Blorble okay. is aware of one. Naturally. Um, Maybe not, because it's a six total. Uh, I have... Let's see. I have this horrible picture that I drew at the front of this notebook, and it says I am Batman, and it's a really terrifying actual Batman, and I see it all the time, and it throws me off every time I see it. Um, you know that there is a lake. You don't know where it is, but mm. you think that your friend Thorvert might have a better idea of where. Uh, but it does so exist. <clears throat> yeah. Thorvert, I think we can take all these guys out at once. Can you direct us to a lake? Oh, oh! I I think I know the best place. I need to roll plus realms. Okay. And it tells me about a a local rumor about history, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, including mm -hmm. locations and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I got eight plus zero, so eight. 
Eight. Um, does it let you make it up or? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, go ahead and make up your lake and I will tell you what the actuality of it is once you arrive there. Uh, so I've, I've heard of a lake nearby, actually, that is um, not guarded because it's completely fine for trolls. Trolls are big enough that it's not a problem for them. But the the like sand and clay that make up the bottom of it make it particularly dangerous to any of the shorter creatures. That's terrifying. Okay. It's basically a lake above quicksand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Cobalt's Demise. <laughs> yes, it totally is. That's beautiful. Um, okay. You know of this lake. It will take you about three minutes to fly them there. No, that, does, that would be ridiculously short. Um, By the time... Question. Okay. Before they take the kobolds there. Okay. Because it would make more sense if they're doing this right. for Donovan to do something. Well, okay. Right? Yeah, I was going to allow that, but yeah. If you oh. want to do something right now before there might be before movement. Before the plane leaves, yes. Okay, yes. Um, I want to, as we are doing a pass over the building, Uh huh. Um, I want to... Cl- clamber on down to Thomas. Okay. He's secured. And uh, cut the cut the strings yes. holding him to the plane. So, uh, what is the side <laughs> of si- side of this building made of? Stone. Stone. Eh, he's in a mech suit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that instead of landing on top, we just crash right through the side. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> Because, like, if the plane's going, we have the momentum, so if we drop, you do. It, it'll go right through. <laughs> and um, I gotta say, because you said the word strings, I'm imagining it as twine. Oh, yeah, no, we've definitely tied this kid up, like, with twine in this massively heavy mech suit, so it's just like a tink, tink, tink. Um, can I... strings are all cut. Can I get you to roll me a might check with advantage, please? Well, might? While yep. he's rolling this, I do just want to say, when we weren't recording, you did tell us, and I quote, to break this. I did. <laughs> you literally are going to break this. It's great. Wait, why am I rolling might? Because you're the one who wants to do something. But Thomas is the one Just crashing. roll. Oh, it's my only Thomas. thing that's a negative. Just roll. Don't worry, I'm uh, I'm adding in the fact that there is a giant armored child with you. <laughs> Seven. Okay, that'll work. Um, okay. You scurry down the ropes. Two children. Pull out a pocket knife and slash slash just right when. I what? Use my my good silver dagger. Okay, your good one. Yeah, one just right when you need to time it perfectly. And um, as you and Thomas start falling away from the plane, just this like sink in your stomach. You hear X go. We'll be back for you soon. Clear the way. And um, then you guys are crashing through the wall of a building, tumbling into a break room filled with employees. You crash over 17 tables. Everything shatters. There's just mass chaos as two little boys roll in. Um... (laughs) 
one of them in a giant mech suit, the other in this terrifying shadow armor. We'll come back to that in a second. <laughs> um, the plane with Thorvert directing to where you think Kobold's demise is, and Blorble um, just, just playing out. <laughs> this haunting, discordant drone. Um Pull the kobolds from town. Um, the horde is moving somewhat uh, supernaturally quickly, uh, summoned along by the power of Blorval's song. Um, there's magic in a bard's song, Connor, and when you play just right, those kobolds run real, real fast. Um, up and down hills and dales until you arrive at the lake that is known as Kobold's Demise. However, uh, Thorver got most of it right. They definitely, trolls definitely like to hang out here. Definitely good for really tall people and Avoided by the short races, but um, as you bring all of the kobolds into the water, hoping that they'll be slurped up by the sand and muck underneath, they just kind of sink up to their knees. One of them raises up a leg and it's covered in this like thick, luxurious mud. He starts to like rub it into his skin, looks around at the others, and they all like get handfuls of it and start putting on their faces. Someone notices that there's, like, a really nice little, like, bay on the other side with some shady trees and, like, a little, like, <laughs> stream that's trickling in and maybe, like, some fruit. It's, and there's, like, it's called kobold de- Kobold's Demise just to keep the kobolds away from it. This is a really <laughs> nice place. Forward, forward, this isn't Kobold's Demise. This is Kobold's Day Spa. No, it, it is called Kobold's Demise, but the trolls call it that. Ah, uh. They don't want kobolds at their day spa. There are three <laughs> trolls at the other end looking very angry at you. All of them like flips you off. <laughs> like stomping out of the water. And meanwhile, there are two boys alone in the tree. So this is what happens during the to the lake and back. Yep. You're My in a- favorite J.R.R. Tolkien album. You're in a mess. <laughs> album. Yeah, it's the music. You're in a break room. Break room with employees who are scattering. Oh my god, you broke into a break room. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna jump off. Okay, the mech. Yes. And. Uh, are there people still in here? Yes, they're a lot of them are scrambling out, but some are hurt, some are hurt. it's just like mass chaos. All right, I'm going to walk up to one who's like stuck under a table. Okay, great. Yeah. And uh Oh my god. Little boy, are you okay? Should you be in here? Oh, you got to get out. Someone just crashed through the I'm window. Take it out of his hands. What? I'm going to He has like some food, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. There's a burrito. Take it out of his hands. Okay. And eat it in front of him. Okay, it's a cold burrito. That's fine. Oh, he didn't care. reheat it. Okay. Oh, buddy. Um, yeah, he doesn't have good standards for his. He doesn't have the time. He doesn't have a soul. It's just, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's no time for heating up burritos in the sweatshop owned by Fran. Right. It's just... Exactly. The fact that they have a break room. You take the cold burrito and you take a bite of it. Yep. Okay. And I just go, where is my 
Oh, shoot. What is Mabel? Executive assistant. EA? Where is my executive assistant? I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Where's Frau? Frau is in the evil dungeon beneath the building. Why do you work in a place that has an evil dungeon below it? Their eyes get really slack for a second. I've tried to leave. We all have. You want to work in a cooler place? Yes. All right. (laughs) Here's my card. (laughs) And it's just a card with like a picture of himself. You know, you've seen these cards before. (laughs) Yeah, I'll 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 connect with you later this week. You seem like you're busy right now. Back or something, maybe. My soul. I haven't thought about that in forty years. And they look kind of inspired. Thomas right. has finally gotten himself off the floor. All right. It's really Thomas. hard to move in this thing. I'm sorry. It's just like. It's okay. You're doing a great job. You got- don't really need to, you know, be super nimble in it. You just gotta smash things. What, like this? And he just. With one fist. Yeah. Smashing the table above the man. Who cries out. <laughs> No, he's okay. We're trying to keep him alive. Oh! Scrapes it away. Alright, let's go smash! Someone! We need to get down to the dungeon underneath. Okay. Go. And I don't want to take the stairs. Am I the alternative to the stairs? Yes, we're gonna smash the floors. And Thomas jumps up. And Thomas turns into a cannonball and goes down. <laughs> um, huh. Please roll me a sneak check. I'm going to have him roll. I'm going to have him roll to see how many floors are smashed. We're defeating people by taking them on a day spa retreat and hiring them for a better position. <laughs> Um, I would like to use uh, my ability mm. Disappearing Act. Please. Which is, once per session, hide in plain sight or disappear from view, even when it might seem impossible. Yeah. I love the stipulation, even when it might seem yeah. impossible. And I'd like us to use that as we are smashing through all these floors. Okay. <laughs> Thomas. That's a nine plus three. Nine plus three, will, that will do it. That's a 12. <sighs> yes, it is. Okay, so you guys are on the second to top level right now. You didn't smash on the top level, you smashed just below it. So smashing down, Thomas puts all of their str- all of the mech suit strength and just makes an elevator shaft. <laughs> and when, they're, when, when Thomas is about three stories down, you look over the hole, see it. It widening and you're like that's good timing and you just jump down like <laughs> like straight shot just <laughs> your your little your little boy round body as aerodynamic as you can make it slicing downward like an arrow um all people see is just this barrel of mech parts smashing next to them followed by the thinnest slip of shadow 
<laughs> down floor by floor by floor, you silently fall along with your friend, landing in the marble entryway. Um, you see a very beautiful welcome desk, above which is a, a neon sign that just says Fran with an exclamation point. Um, Take down the sign. Oh, it's really big. It's like really big and really high up. You'd have What's to like. Heck? Okay, the mech pulls out. I wonder what this does. And just this like incredible magic energy blast demolishes it. <laughs> the receptionist runs for cover. Um, there are two like entrances in this area. One clearly leads to boardrooms and director's offices and fancy office and the other is like that is straight up a horrible dungeon entrance there's like rats running around it there's like four skeletons that are like partially like decomposed and hanging from ropes a couple of them tell jokes as people are walking past into oh my the gosh um, uh, i'm gonna jump to the receptionist desk okay i'm gonna turn on the pa okay i'm just gonna go Attention. Attention. It's feedback. Really lame business. Thomas leans over and turns one of the dials. The feedback <laughs> dies down. Oh, Thomas is an audio engineer. Yeah. We've given Thomas class. too much power. We've That's given- his passion. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas of the Bush of the Mexican. You need an IT guy, okay? Engineer. We do need an That's IT guy. This is the closest to IT guy I can give yeah, you. <laughs> in a giant mech suit. Yeah. <laughs> a child. This is an announcement for the people that own this really crummy and very poorly run business. We're taking over. Also, I'm going to kill you. Thank you. There's an orb in front of the PA system that crackles to life. And you see Streral Meep's face looking up at you like in a fit. You punch the orb? Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that's a roll. Wow, roll an attack. Uh, ten. You cracked the orb in half. Okay, fine, fine, it's fine. Okay, you punched it in half. <laughs> All right, what do you do now? That's not gonna run help. Run to the dungeon. <laughs> All right, you run down into the dungeon. Um, Look, I really hope Donover's waiting for us before we're going barreling into the the layer of our enemies. Well, speaking of, I, I mean, at the very least, we know that he's going to go for Fran first because mm. she's going to be in the boardroom, and that's right where he, he barreled into. He definitely won't go for in, like the dungeon or anything. Fran is in the executive mausoleum. Um, Freril is in the. Sorry, Freril, not Fran. Freril, yes. Top He's going to definitely go for Freril because she's in the area right where he crashed in. Uh, they're the wor- they're worst enemies, and yeah. he'd definitely just like go for the first mark that he could. So we know where he's going to be. He definitely wouldn't like go to the mausoleum or bury all the way down into the dungeon. That's just silly. That's true. Uh, I'm going to arrive. It's just mass chaos. <laughs> yeah, you land on the roof, and there's nobody there. I did have a very small thing I wanted to do before yeah. the because realizing that uh, that that Blurble uh, went real quick from distraction to mass murder yes. in his yes. mind. He uh, he has a little moment of introspection. He's like, "Hmm, am I becoming what I once hated? 
then he drops a sack of uh, pamphlets down to the the. Uh, oh, I love that. Down to <laughs> the kobolds. I love that as <laughs> yep. like the that like last second before you arrive, like in in the in the montage of this moment, mm-hmm. we just see Blorble looking sad on the back of a biplane, just, just drop a handful, like furl out in the breeze. Like it, it turned out really well, but oh boy, I was like real ride or die for the mass drowning plan. They reach up, oh, one snatches it in their you- claw, and you see them look at it, and their eyes get wide, and they show it to somebody else, and that's when you curve around the bank, um, back toward town, landing on the roof safely with no incident. Uh, you guys see that there is a very large hole in the side of the building, a very very large hole that is being investigated. Um. By guard, by like the remaining six kobold guards, where do you go? Uh, so, uh, we should probably find Freril because that's clearly well where Donover is going to be. Um, but and I'm going to have my new feature from leveling up, my loyal pet. Oh my god! Come out, excuse me. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> yep. What is your pet? I have a loyal pet. Uh, and it is a gelatinous goo. It's a very small one. Like a baby one? Like a young one. Like a mini? <laughs> like a you mini. A mini one? I love it. I'm going okay, to say tell that, me all about it. Uh, I, I'm going to say that Thorvert met it uh, because it is the younger sibling of one of the bandmates. Yes, I was yeah. going to say that too. <laughs> very good. And they just kind of hit it off and are, are good friends now. <laughs> and, so uh, it's not your pet. It's like a just like a... It's, it's another chum. Yeah, basically. It, a loyal it, the feature chum is for called you. loyal pet because it includes things like a toad or an alligator. Mm. Mm. I love the alligators. Um, but instead, it's a gelatinous goo. Very uh, cute. I like that very much. That is just, you know, uh, this is um, Thrimble. <laughs> they have little, I will give them little dragonfly wings. That like kind of hold them aloft, but not really because they're kind of heavy, they and their wings aren't. <laughs> yeah, their wings aren't like really strong enough, but like a little bit of hovering to differentiate from our other ooze. Uh, hey, hey, Thrimble, could you check out what's going on with the um hole? How do you want that to happen? <laughs> Matt, how how would you imagine? The- Thrimble throwing? <laughs> Thrimble just kind of like hops off and falls. <laughs> and uh, Thrimble can speak with me and is adept at sneaking and squeezing through small cracks. Okay, cool. Um, dead Thrimble now. falls. <laughs> no, he's fine. Wait, we need. I need to establish pronouns for Thrimble now that we have a new NPC, a new a new friend NPC in the eleventh hour. Uh, he, I think. Okay. Thrimble. Th- obviously, that <laughs> clearly gendered name. Um, yeah, yeah, Thrimble Fall. Thrimble. Um, Very masculine. Can you roll me a <sighs> athletics check for Thrimble as they fall? Sure. At a certain point, though, they're going to reach terminal velocity and yeah. it's not going to be enough to hurt them like a yeah, squirrel does. Yeah, I know. Does. I'm aware. <laughs> Thank you for uh, clarifying, though. That is eight plus whatever. Okay. Um, 
I don't know what I'm supposed to add for Thrimble. Uh, I, it, whatever you have. Uh, for athletics. I have zero. Okay, that's perfect. Um, Thrimble probably has zero too. Thrimble <laughs> um, falls through the air and for a second, everyone's like, oh, there's no way Thrimble's going to make it. There's no <laughs> And then... Corbett has great trust. Just barely teeters right on the edge of one of the broken pieces of rubble and then pushes themselves himself I'm sorry thrimble pushes himself into the break room you guys are standing on the roof at this point um there's a couple moments where you just hear chaos and then thrimble comes scorping up the side of the building and peeks their little top of noggin up Lots of distraction. All clear. Thanks, Thrimble. Where are you going? Uh. Uh. Let's ask Strarel some questions. Why? Well, I've got an axe. Why? Ah. Uh, yes. No, why? Uh. I want to kill her. And there is a, a, a sound from behind you. Is Moira just child? Moira just like lands on the roof with X, just like right next to X, uh, straightening up in a skydiving outfit. I ship these two. Casts off her. Uh, casts off her parachute. Myra Hart here, ready for action. Let's go kill our old buddies. Okay, it's good to be on your team again. At least again. Okay. Yeah, let's kill Death more. Death is a They're all already and weird. Hey, <laughs> Moira stands up kind of straighter. I'm the only one who didn't die. Yeah. I'm, I'm the last one. You shouldn't have said that. Yeah, that's, that's a, right. Death is that's, a, yeah, that's, that's like a, that is a. Raising a flag. Yeah, that's Death Flags 101. And you make your way to Freryl's <laughs> office. Myra leading the way. Uh, you're going there first? Yes. Okay. In we the assume dungeon, that's where Donovan is. I love that you guys... Okay, well... I'm going to look up a... Okay. You Donovan told us to break it. We did it Thomas. in the worst way by spending the party. <laughs> you did. I literally asked Nick on break. I was like, hey, Nick, do you think I should split the party and have you each confront one of the people or should you all go together? And he's like, oh, we'll all go together. Yeah. And then, you know, I was like, I'm pointless just going along for this ride right now. Might um, as well do something. No worries. You, um, Donovan and... Thomas, Thomas uh, I need Nick. I need you to roll me a D one hundred, please. D one hundred. Yeah. Blurble needs a friend now. Donovan's got Thomas. Blurble has a girlfriend. <laughs> oh right, right. Blurble, yeah, the old say, flame. <laughs> he's doing better than the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, everyone got. And actually, I was worried about that because I was thinking how everyone has their own NPC and Thorvert didn't, and I'm really happy that you made your own NPC for yourself. I was worried about it. <laughs> It's good. The 65. moment I saw gelatinous okay. goo as an option, I'm just like... Which is really weird, because in the land of Eam, they're sentient? So that raises yeah. some very interesting questions, Ben and James, about uh, how pets work <laughs> in this world. Ben and James, I have some questions for I you. I have some questions about pethood? <laughs> um, 
not Thorbert. Sorry. You guys have all very wild names. Donovan and Thomas make your way. You make your way into the dungeon. Thomas. It is very it. classic. It is dripping. It is, it is dirty and dank and gross. And the first room you come into... You see a rickety rope bridge that stretches across a chasm. What do you do? Well, shoot. How are we going to get this big thing across that? I can smash it. Then I can't cross it either. I could throw you. No, I I mean, I could... No, What? Hold on, Thomas. What? <laughs> we don't need to smash it. That we way don't I don't have need to... Sm- to- but you told me I the know. thing I should do in this is smash things. I know, but we need to figure out how you get across. I can stay here and not get into danger. That's never enough. Yeah, option. you know what? I don't want you dying. Really? Uh, do you care about oh, me? Yeah. That's a weird question. Your mom says that she cares about me. Yeah. Same way. I think. I don't know. You you're love me friend. like your mom loves me? No, I. you're my friend. Oh, okay. We're friends? Yeah. Thomas. I thought I was just a goon. No. You can be I both. Mean, you are kind of a goon, but not that kind of goon. Thomas gives you a big ol' hug with his mech arms. I am like, stop, it Thomas. Hurts. Thomas. Th- okay. Thomas. <laughs> What do we do? We head back up. What? How? We gotta go punch my nemesis. But we're gonna go get Frau. Yeah, I know. Dang bridge. Yeah, it's the bridge's fault. Dang bridge. And Thomas snaps like in a darn gesture. Turns and (laughs) stops. Turns and stops back up. Making his way to the elevators. (laughs) Do you go along? Yeah, I'm going with him. Just as Thorvert and Blorable, Moira, and X arrive at and the... And Thrimble. And Thrimble. God. <laughs> arrive at the <laughs> boss's tired. office. The elevator dings on the top floor and out comes a very dusty, very, <laughs> very, very dusty... On the ground floor, you mean? On the top floor. Oh, I don't go up to the top floor. That's where... But that's, that's... Oh, the boardroom is on the top floor. It's the, yeah. the top office. When I say oh. top office, I mean literal top office. Okay. Yeah. Is that, is that, oh, I was, was I unclear? I'm sorry. You said to the, when, when I crashed down to the main floor, you were like, to the, to one direction is like, you know, boardroom. Yeah, that's like not where that. she is, but it's gotcha. just like more business. So there's, there's boardrooms as a collective group which is just like meeting rooms and then there is and the yeah. boardroom yes the executive board the room. top yep. office is what i have called it every single time and you make your way there as the elevator dings open you see two very dirty boys one wearing a mech suit come stomping out of the elevator hey there hi guys there's a rope bridge we found a bridge downstairs. oh sorry thomas okay. thomas go sorry. ahead no it's fine you say it punch the mecca we found a bridge yeah but thomas can't get across it mm. too big. Oh. well so i came up here let's kill thrimble 
I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Thermal's like, mistake. okay, fine. Oh, that was a mistake we just on met, my part. I, I thought we were cool. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Frer- I mean, there's, it's not like there's 17 Frerl. NPC names that we're managing right now. Um, Let's kill Freryl. I don't think we need to kill her. Okay, let's wound Freryl. I have an idea. She's a child. I feel weird about this one, gang. I'm going to be, be up front with you. Should we get you real weird about this children for this one? And I'm going to I'm going to roll up my chainmail sure. and walk through into the boardroom. I'm going to th- Throw both of the doors open. You throw open. both of the doors open, and sh- there she is sitting behind a very beautiful desk. Her fingers, t- like, tented. Um, she's wearing very serious business attire. Her hair is up in a sleek bun. There's fire roaring in the hearth. The whole of Dunk is spread out behind her. I've been expecting you. Uh, I doubt that. You don't even know Thrimble. It's true. Thrimble. <laughs> Thrimble is like, I'm, th- I'm Thrimble, and I'm here to help. It's nice to Thrill. meet you. And Freryl is like, I don't care for your clever banter. We're here for one thing and one thing only. Business deals. Just because you're not clever at all. Strarel. That's not my name anymore. Yes, it is. It's not. Oh, I'm Freryl now. I changed That's it legally upsetting. for branding purposes. That's stupid. It's the only way to get ahead. No, it's. You could do no. what we did. Yeah. Uh, Thorfurt chaos pops his throughout head the countryside. <laughs> Thorfurt just takes Thorfurt his head off? Pops his Thorfurt head off. Pops his head off. Yeah, okay. See? You can get ahead any way you want. And he lobs it over. I put my arm out. (laughs) I hold the head up. Yeah. See? Freryl narrows her eyes. I toss it behind me back at him and widely miss. (laughs) And then (laughs) Thorvert's body just like Like, slowly walks over. (laughs) Feeling on the ground. (laughs) Yep. And Thorvert's just like, no, no, no. Right. Yep. Right. Ah, nope. That's a bucket. Okay. So all of Dunk behind ya. Uh-huh. I'm at the top of my game. Uh-huh. And are you able to, like, speak to everyone out there from here? Is that, like, a feature this place has? Everyone in the building. No, no, not the building. Oh, not the, the town. town. I can't talk to the town. Why would I have that? Why not? Why would I have that? No. Look. Well, then you're not at the top of your game. If you can't make a public service announcement. I mean, you could. We can try. You, I'm not. I want to make a public service announcement. Well, you have to do that from your own office. You can't use mine. Yes, I can. No, you don't own it. Actually, this is a hostile takeover. It is a hostile takeover. Freryl's eyes grow wide, like you've just said the most <laughs> shocking thing. In a questioning manner. I've been prepared for this eventuality, 
and she no, opens no, her desk drawer and she pulls on. out a deck of huzzah cards. Oh, no, no. How all business deals are managed. No, I, I've got a better idea. Hold on. Oh. I'm going to walk up. I'm going to be Thomas. Come along with me. Croop, 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 croop. And just like completely ignoring her. Okay. <laughs> and just smash the window. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> I'm going to. Uh, you do that. Everyone is surprised, but nobody reacts. Keep going. And I'm going to stand up at the top. Mm-hmm. Like stand on the ledge. Brace myself on one side so I don't fall. Okay. People of Dunk. It echoes. Good trolls of Dunk. Are you trying to get people to come out? Yes. I need your attention. Couple windows open. I have very important thing to say. Freryl Meep is a poo face and nobody loves her. <laughs> and I would like to use my new ability, spreading rumors. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to happen. Exactly. This is how you should and, deal with your uh, problems. I, I roll plus trickery and I spread a false rumor throughout the land that other people will believe unless they do a lot of digging. Okay. And it's a, on a 1, 2, 3 to 5, 6 to 8, 9 yep. to 11, and then on a 12. They have different effects. Okay. And... Go ahead and roll. That's a 14. Oh my... Okay, <laughs> tell me what it says. All of the realm is aware of the rumor. So it goes It goes from no one believes you and they think you're a liar to no one believes you to your current hex cluster is aware of the rumor to an entire region is aware of the rumor to all of the realm is okay. aware of the rumor. <laughs> Just so okay. happens somebody happens to be transmitting <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Well, this sounds important. I better put it on the old broadcasting equipment. Oh, this is what Matthias is doing. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Matthias is just like... Oh, is that the signal? Oh, that that sounds like... uh, That that sounds like the boy. Click. All right. Everybody's going to hear this. Yep, you as you shout this out, you one of the windows that opens was Matthias's beautiful home and you see him sitting inside with oh my with a um Telegram? What are those called? Telegram. Telegram. Yes, that's. Yeah. I was like, I was like making a noise, like a finger gesture, and somehow Connor got that. Um, that's, a, I understood. He's poking very fast desk. is the universal signature for Telegram. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. He's sitting in a Telegram desk, um, alongside a like listening, like some sort of surveillance desk, and some other stuff in the corner. But like that's the one that's open. You can see the Telegram, and he looks up, and you can you lock eyes. And he winks and he starts just <laughs> going like crazy. Um, and I hop back down. Well, Farrell, as you said that, Farrell stood up from her desk. That's not true. That's not true. I heard that it is. 
It's not. I also well, heard that it is. That's, the, I smell that's great. three people. No. Smell me! No, I, I've heard that you smell terrible. Yeah, you're a poo face. Yeah. She also wants people to smell her. That's that's not that's, that's weird. That's, a, that's, that's why nobody loves you. That's why no one loves you. The following day, Constabulary Dima Bonkwell of Dunk comes to forcibly remove Freryl from her position. They rip up the name change document that was submitted because poo heads are not allowed to legally change their name in Dunk. She is banished from the town. Sent back to Logjam, but along the way, she is, uh, along the, along the way back across the used to be forest, uh, her wagon is attacked. Um, she spends about 40 days wandering, um, before she comes across a kind band, <laughs> a kind band of kobolds who are willing to, um, give her food and shelter in exchange for sir, in, like, in exchange for her working. Um, unfortunately, that work ends up, uh, being that they sell her to work for, um, Crogland, and she ends up being a cashier in Crogland for about, mm, Three years before she's able to earn her way out, finally go back to Logjam, which has been returned to its former glory now that the Riotus family holdings is no longer. We'll get into what happens to functional that functional right now, but um, she every time she goes into a restaurant, she's booed out. Every time <laughs> she goes to a <laughs> the grocery <laughs> store. People tell her to get right out because no one loves her and no one ever could. And Storero Meeps lives the rest of her life lonely, sad, and full of bitterness. It may have been kinder to kill the child. <laughs> you have defeated Freryl. <laughs> All right. Like we don't even do anything more to her. We just leave her office. Yes. Where do you go next? <laughs> yeah. To the dungeon. <laughs> to the dungeon. You guys are in front of a swinging rope bridge. <laughs> we could have asked her questions. We could have asked her where where Mabel we was. So much, but go. nope. <laughs> we announced. <laughs> we argued. Dyer was very. He's like, she needs to stop. It's just embarrassing. Clearly, we are on different <laughs> levels. Yep. Um, Moira, I, I will bad. say as you guys head as you head out of that office, though, Moira is gonna say, "I'm actually gonna stay behind." There's a couple things here that um definitely are not up to code, and I'm gonna just actually try to fix this place for you. I assume you're gonna take over, or to lo- or, or or destroy it. Which one do you want? You want me to start or burning? Or turn it into housing? Hmm. Subsidized housing. Or even just free housing for our employees if they want it. Free housing and subsidized... Free housing for employees, subsidized for people who want to brave the new dungeon that we're going to own below it. Yes. Moiris... you guys, I had a great idea about the dungeon. We'll talk about it later. We we got our own uh, enemies to hunt. Moiris stays behind and starts sketching out designs. (laughs) 
perfect. And now you're in front of a swinging rope bridge across a chasm in a dungeon. Is Tr- in is the Tr- same Tr- building, just like catatonic in the corner, just like staring vacantly into the void. <laughs> well, she was hauled out by the constable. Her no, story that is com- that happens tomorrow. Her story oh. is completed. She is no longer relevant. <laughs> she's just ar- she's running around the halls arguing with people. I'm not. Freryl is a poo head and will not be addressed any longer. <laughs> okay, a we're poop at head? the we're at a rope bridge. It's a poop head. A poop, poop head. head. And poop heads have no place in my campaign. She's even been banished from the campaign. Oh, no. (laughs) It's Uh, two children. I had to solve it in the most juvenile way Do you walk across a bridge? Uh, Yes. And um, I I actually have something for this. Uh Uh-huh. To bring Thomas across. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. I want to use my ability Improvise. Uh, improvise is... Jet thrusters. (laughs) Uh, Once per session, craft or engineer or repair something in an improvised or inventive way. At least one item must be sacrificed or more. Uh, I roll plus tinker for it. Okay. Uh, My tinker is... Minus one, so that's a ten. Eleven on the die, minus one. Yeah. It's good. Uh, you do it. What do you want to make? I take my repelling harness that I've had since working in the dungeon that I left. Uh, and I am going to use the pitons and repelling mm-hmm. harness and various rope structures to basically build a support line for the mech and for us across above this bridge so that it cannot break under us. Basically reducing the weight and distributing it upwards. You all watch Thorvert make this incredible engineering feat. (laughs) All all of us are just like mouths. It doesn't look like it makes sense. Thomas and I are mouths again. At a certain point, Thorvert has to walk across the bridge, scale up, and hammer a piton in, and then walk back across. Yes. And you all safely make it to the other side of the bridge using Thorvert's weird invention. Thomas comes to. Nobody falls to their death because that bridge definitely would have broken under your weight if there were more than one skeleton walking back and forth. Yeah, Thorvert's just really light. So he's just like, yeah, all right. Congratulations on defeating the dungeon. Wait, is that the whole dungeon? That's the whole dungeon. Well, the thing is, I think it's more interesting if you walk across, get across this bridge, and then just immediately walk into oh. the final boss's room. <laughs> the dungeon only happens after you fall. Oh my god, that's totally it. Because nobody's expected to actually make it across. And that's wow. because that's how that's how HR prevents people's complaints from getting dude if i could do that at my actual job i would if i could install a bridge with a dungeon at the bottom of it so people don't ask me stupid questions that would be the incredible reason hr is all evil sam incredible so so the entire dungeon is from the bottom of the chasm getting back up to just the other side of the bridge and by the time you get there there's a way back across 
see, this is why I like playing this game with y'all, because I never would have thought of that. And you just <laughs> justified me being lazy in my storytelling. <laughs> Having successfully taken a shortcut across this whole dungeon that I definitely have planned out, and I definitely anticipated you guys crawling through the whole thing to get to the final boss, mm -hmm. you walk directly into the arcane dungeon that holds Frownadeep and Mabel. Um, it is sunken down. So it's some stairs that lead down into this sunken chamber. There's a bubbling potion cauldron. There's stuff on the walls, like little jars and with strange things inside them, like a witch would have the walls are dripping slime. There's also a bunch of like file cabinets that are all locked, and you see um Mabel, who has um chains on like manacles she's filing things uh it smells vaguely of tuna in here and in the corner is your cart frau is sitting behind her cauldron stirring it and cackling to herself is she facing you... us what is she facing us yes she is facing you and as you enter her eyes dart up uh, i need to file an accident yeah. report I assume you pull out nice. your axe? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mabel Mabel looks up at you and looks confused for a second. And then you pull the axe and she's like, oh, oh, hi, guys, guys. That was a really funny joke. Please come and rescue me. Come and rescue me. Hey, Mabel. Hi. hi why Mabel. are you? Within why has it been so long? I've been here for like a week and a half. We were unconscious. Great. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, did you hear? Strail's a poop head. Strail's a poop head? She looks yeah, back at Frau. Hey, Frau, did you know that Strail is a poop head? And, and Frau is like... <laughs> nobody loves her. Frau is like, excuse me, and just fire, fires like a firebolt towards you, towards you guys, because like, don't come in my evil chamber. <laughs> Oh, uh, real real quick, Frau, before the combat starts, I just want to say that this is our official resignation from the internship program, so you cannot pull that weak garbage on us like you did back in uh, Logjam. One of oh, the yeah. documents- And I give her the, the goo fingers. One of the documents in um, Mabel's pile, actually three of the documents in Mabel's pile burn up, just incinerate into nothingness. And, um, I don't know, do you want to do a conflict? Let's do a conflict. This seems okay. fun. I feel like most of our damage will be done through just announcing voidance One, of contracts. 1,000%. That's what will <laughs> be happening. Um, does anyone want to attempt to stop this fight by talking? Blorble no. hates. No. Blorble's enemy. Blorble's cool. like arch enemy is Frau Nadine. All right, Frau, phase two. Um, Frau kidnapped Mabel. Thorbert has yep. no qualms with... Uh, Anything that happens Smack to Frau. Alright. Donovan hates tuna. Anyone who wants to do something <laughs> other than attack, please go ahead. We should probably roll, shouldn't we? Nope, not yet. Go ahead and it's the action phase, so... I have something I want to do. Yes. It is a new ability that I have. It's called Glory Shout. It is the level. It's one of the level eight bard abilities. Uh, once per combat, choose an ally who deals double damage for two rounds. Ooh. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at Donover. Hey Donover, uh, yes. re remember back in Logjam when you straight up gored that person and almost took them out instantly? I see it when I fall asleep sometimes. Yeah. 
Oh, buddy, we're going to get you some therapy when this is over. But before that, okay. and I point at Frown 80. All right. I have Double an ability damage. I would like to use as well. Go for it. Uh, I have a new ability called Pick on Someone Your Own Size. <laughs> and I just am going to yell to Frau, make sure you pick on somebody that's actually grown up here. You know? Uh, and so once per combat, make an adversary attack you instead of your allies for two rounds. Nice. Cool. Two rounds? Minus, yeah, two rounds. You get minus two defense for this duration, though. Um, <clears throat> Which puts my defense at minus two. Is your defense minus four? No. I get minus oh, two zero. for the duration. Yeah. I always forget, like, I'm like, ah, yes, minus is good when it's defense. For the, we have the magic hard hats, so you, it's actually I know, minus I know, one. I normally have minus one. Oh, okay. It brought me up to zero with the magic hard hat. Okay, on my turn before combat starts, I am going to use my rascal perk. Okay. Foot pad. Okay. I ha I always have lock picks and advantage on picking locks, and I am going to free Maple. Okay, so you run over and do that. Perfect. Um, do you have to roll? Yes, you do. Uh, I roll advantage on picking it, and that's a uh, sneak. Yeah. Twelve. Okay, yeah, clicks open right away. And Mabel is going to run back to the cart as her action, um, trying to get your documents in order to make sure everything is there. All right. Anybody want to run? So, no. real quick, my damage is double. Yes. Your damage is double for two rounds. So it'll be uh, the round after, or I guess we haven't gone to combat yet. So we're about to. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you can't be attacked for two rounds. It's true. I yep. <laughs> yep. We're throwing a knife child at our, all yep. our problems. <laughs> <laughs> a. A unhittable knife child. Yes. All right. I need everybody roll me a uh, d12 and add their attack bonus. I lied to you. Oh. We're rolling attack order. I need you to roll a perception check. I have my, my notes were wrong. It's not oh. a great roll for your local bard. I also don't have bard. a pencil, which is a great thing to bring to the... To not bring to the finale of your podcast. What are the rest of the men of action doing? Oh, um, well, now they're kind of just reclaiming the building because you took care oh, of a lot of the, the the kobolds. But they're securing everything, getting the people without souls out, breaking some pacts. You know, I feel like this is a perfect time to announce that Thorvert now considers himself a man of action. But it's... Uh, Blurble got a seven on perception. Okay. I got an eight. Okay. I got a five. Okay. So Blorble and um, Donovan are going to go before Frau um, and Thorvert will go after. So you guys can decide who goes first. All right. So can I go first? It's up to between you and Connor. Uh I, I want to see if I have any other... Dis I think I used my only distracting thing. Um... And I think you can only do, like, combat abilities at this, like, yeah. once per combat abilities. Otherwise, you have to fight. Yeah, I'm, I don't have anything else that I can do now, so you can go ahead. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my new level 8 ability. 
scathing insult. Yep. And I roll plus intimidate. It does damage if 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 I hit. Okay. So it's eleven on the die that hits. plus one for a twelve. Yep. And uh, it brings once it per to combat, an eleven technically, but yes. What? Technically, with the herd offense, it brings it to an eleven. But okay, I think. Oh that's wait, same. no, it's a minus one. So it's very easy no, minus to hit is, her. It's yeah. minus to the score I know. that is rolled. So okay. it is 11. Yeah, it is a little bit harder then. Um, once per combat on a 6 plus, reduce a bruiser's courage by half oh. or reduce a goon to zero courage. Now she counts as a bruiser, correct? Um, sure. If I reduce it by half and I'm doing double damage... We're just gonna see... I have numbers. You might one-shot her. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that right now. It is definitely possible. She is a squishy human witch. Yep. Okay. I need you to roll your intimidate check. I already did. I got an 11. Oh, you got... That was the 11. So how much damage does it do? I... On a six plus, it's, it's an ability, Sam. Yeah, I on know. On a six plus, I reduce a bruiser's courage by half. Okay, I thought you were also doing an attack. Okay. No, no, that's just the attack. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. So I do half damage times two. Is that how it would work? Uh, it would be, I well, I do double the damage. Does that so count I, as doing damage, though, is the question. I'm going to say no. it doesn't count as doing damage. I'm going to say... Give me your insult for her. Give me your... We'll we'll do that. What's the insult? We'll decide from there. Gets a little bit of the inspiration from Blorble, who is a man of eloquence. Says, Frau Nadine, it's a shame that you grew up the way you did. That being said, I don't think there was ever any other outcome because you're like an apple that's rotten to the core. But you're also the worm in the apple that no one likes because it's icky and it smells funny. And they put that apple out in the rain so that it can decompose and fertilize everything. But unfortunately, you're so rotten that you poisoned the ground. And everything you touch goes bad and smells like tuna. You make children cry when you look at them. (laughs) No one likes your cooking. Last time to the work potluck, you brought a casserole and no one ate it. And you cried about it, but you didn't want anyone to know that you cried about it. And that's embarrassing. The only person that could be your friend is Streril Meep. <laughs> you and Streril Meep would be good friends. High fives, Thorbert. <laughs> High five. <laughs> but that's a lie because no one wants to be friends with either of you. Sometimes when oh you God. sit down, the earth shakes. <laughs> 
you're so dumb that uh, you read orange juice cartons and you stare at them because they say concentrate. Every time. She's already dead. <laughs> Stop. Every time you add a detail, she just gets a little more downcast, a little more personally hurt. When you say the bit about the tuna, she sits down hard in the chair behind her, <laughs> muttering to herself, I didn't even think that that would make the whole place smell bad, and it's just like... I get that. That's probably really That's rude. why you're so dumb. And you don't even think of things Adding like that. in these details more downcast, more downcast until she's got her elbow on the side of her, on like the arm of her chair and just her face buried in one hand. Just abject. Despair. Despair, yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Just full of despair. Blorval, it's your turn. Um... <laughs> So since this is my my like my nemesis yeah. as determining character creation, can I ask her a question quick before I decide if sure. I want to attack her? Absolutely. What if I was like, no, that's not the rules of the game, Connor? What then if I, would, I said that right now? What would you do? Uh, then I would have quit the show. Uh, okay. This would be the final <laughs> episode with uh, with Connor. Uh, no, I'm just. Um, uh, Frau, I just got one quick question for you. Mm. She looks up from under her brow. Are you, by any chance, still unwilling to acknowledge the idea of a union of dungeon workers? I'll take back everything I said. I'm not gonna... You know what? This is what we'll do. Blorville, can you roll me just a straight metal? Metal or inspire? I don't mind either way. Uh, inspire is probably going to be the better one. This will be to see how influential mm -hmm. your message has been throughout this entire campaign. Ooh, that's a big roll. You that's have roll. nailed this messaging over and over. And how much of it has gotten back to Frau? How much has it touched her? Has it made her consider changing her ways? That's an inspire for sure. That is inspire. Are you kidding me? Turn the camera. No, just say what it is. It, it this is for this is for my friends. This it is looks for like the a audience. big blue. Well, it was a two? two. It was a two. It was a two on the die. Boy. Plus two to inspire is metal. Is um, uh is four. So, <clears throat> I have an ability here. Uh, I can lend a hand. Okay. So, Flora will ask that question. Frau looks up with hatred in her eyes, and she spits on the ground in front of Blorbel. What do you do, Thorbert? Uh, so, once per session, if an ally fails a roll, you can attempt to make the check instead and replace their result. You can also get advantage to catch someone's fall or put them or pull them from danger or similar. Okay. <laughs> I don't make you the, the fall. You guys already <laughs> skipped the falling, but. But I'm going to attempt to basically replace that inspire role. Mm -hmm. By talking about all oh. the rumors I've heard of, of uh, 
how people have been talking about Blurble's efforts. Interesting. Hyping up your friend's work. So that is better, because I also have a plus two to inspire. Uh-huh. And I got a five on the die, so that's seven. Wow. What okay. examples do you bring? I will bring up the fact that Krogland is seeing record levels of happiness among their drones. I mean, employees. <laughs> Riotous Family Holding was founded on the same principles that this kind of union would espouse. That's where the success comes in. People like you, Frau, you're in the past. You just cannot face the future. You cannot adapt. And if you cannot adjust to the new world that puts people first, and how that makes everything so much more productive and better, then as the new owner of all of this place. Which you're not, the god. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I look I'm at Donover when he says that. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Well, I, 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 you're still my boss. <laughs> I have a better idea. But we'll get I'd it. have to give you the axe. Okay. Frau sighs deeply and then stands up says you know plorable I will admit that I've been hesitant to buy into some of these new concepts you're bringing to me but it is important to pause and remember my days when I was trying to break into the industry back in those days the only Liquid that was provided for a dungeon worker was access to the acid pits. And you know, I came in and I had these big ideas of, hey, what if we gave them stagnant water and not just acid? And you know what? No one wanted to listen to me at first, but after a long, hard fight, those people started drinking pond water. That's a really big deal for me. And you know... I'm being like those ignorant people I came up against. I'm saying no to the next generation. So, Blorble. I'm gonna say yes. Under one circ- um, Under one- One term. One term. I get to stay the HR department leader. Hire me on. And we'll call peace. But Blorble's the head of HR. Interesting, isn't it? Blorble. Blorble. Um, um, Blorble, can I can I sway you one way or the other here? Uh, I will. I will happily lend an ear to a friend. What uh, what you got there? I would like to point out that I believe being head of HR and union rep leader. Uh, That's a would, conflict of interest. Would be a conflict of interest. That's so a conflict guys, of interest. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's straight up. Is. Is. <laughs> hold on. Before we hold on, I have an idea. So please take this enough. to the side. There's a nice sitting area that oh, you perfect. can take. Yes, you. Is Mabel of, of still course. chained up. Is Mabel? No, <laughs> no okay. she's been unchained. Okay, I was, I'm, 
Yeah. She's flipping was through. the first thing I did. She's flipping through the documents. I think combat's over. Um, <laughs> we never got to Thorvert's turn and no one hit anybody. Sorry, um, Thorvert. Thorvert we can jump back and do it if we want to. Um, we're just on pause. Um, Mabel holds up something and she's like, hey, I still got all your documents. We can still make a business as this is happening. Yay. You guys go to the side to discuss. Thorvert makes a very good point. It would be a real Bad conflict of interest if I was uh, right. both the head HR and a union rep. No, mm-hmm. but okay. And so, I'm going to be honest right. with you, boss. Uh, if I have to choose between the two, I'm going to take the union rep. Yeah, I, I know, but hold on, hold on. What's better than being an employee in a union? Not needing to have unions because everyone treats their employees exactly. fairly regardless of exactly. pressure from the employees right. themselves. Right. Now, what if... You were, what if, what if instead of employees, we had small business owners? Like a, what's the word? It's a coop. Like a coop. franchise No. So, the dungeon is ever-changing, right? Mm-hmm. I thought of this in the one million caprices in seconds that I was unconscious. Accurate. Each dungeon room is unique. That's what we wanted to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so then each person has their own room in the dungeon that they design how they see fit within a certain amount of like respectable guidelines that we have created. They get to run it, and the then they make the money... From the entries into their rooms. So we charge an overall entry. They get a sub-entry fee. Mm-hmm. So we charge an overall entry. And they... So instead of charging them for rent... Like... Or, you know, paying them as employees... We're providing them a place to have their business... So that they can make their own money and be their own people. To be honest, I see this as something that is immensely exploitable. Well, see, that's why the three of us are still in charge. And you're going to need somebody who is able to watch over that with an eagle-eyed perception uh, for any scotch of corruption and or uh, tomfoolery. You son of a lich, I mean. And I go for the, like, the predator handshake, like, with the, what, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and the other guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, yeah. Um, I roll my sleeve down so I don't melt my hand <laughs> and clasp it. You can be our OO. Our Ooh. operations officer. I am the oo. I am the ooze. Yes. Yes. Uh. And I'll, you could have a band of ooze. I'll all look, of your uh, other bards. I'll look. I'll look back at a, a frown, Adine. Yeah, I'm sure you heard all that. We weren't very far away. That was very interesting. Yeah. However, yeah, uh, we will bind you in <laughs> in contract and contract magic to maintaining mm-hmm. your 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 word here on mm-hmm. uh, the allowance of unions and the the proper upkeep of all rights for sentient beings. 
And Mabel right, walks ideally. forward, having prepared the contract while you were talking. Who does? Mabel. <laughs> oh, very good. She's like, don't worry, everybody. I've been studying her magic while I've been watching her work for the past week and a half, and I think I can retrofit this dungeon so that we can use it for our nefarious purposes. Oh, and maybe no, when we're Mabel, able we're to pay nefarious. you. Oh, oh I, I'm so sorry. I, I'm, I'm used to the parlance of my old employer being back here is just bringing it all back. We can use this for our mutually beneficial purposes. It's going to be an exciting dungeon where people don't die. It's nice to be somewhere where, you know, we're tricking people for good. No, we're not tricking them. Well, we can be. This I mean, contract's kind of tricky. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is Frau's, she's a tough act. And if we have a bunch of businesses, they're all running themselves within our big business under our coop. That's what it's called. A coop. Coop. D. Tap. It's a co-op. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie though, Nick, when you first said when you first started going on it, I was like, is he about to describe a pyramid scheme? Is he <laughs> no, I was thinking, is no. he like describing gig economy and that no, exploited it's a thing? It's literally a co-op. <laughs> but I mean uh, all valid. Um so I think we ever But you know, like yeah. Forvert said, it's exploitable. And so we need somebody that'll make sure that you know, those cracks don't happen. Expiderable. Um, Gorble extends a little bit and, like, stands up a little taller. Mabel hands the contract over to Frau, who says, I'm gonna need a couple days to review this, but I'll get back to you soon. And... Okay. You've got until we leave this dungeon. Okay, that's fine. We um, turn around to leave. This skimming it, shortly. skimming it. Quick, <laughs> reading so quick. Um... Mabel is trying to hoist the wagon up the stairs. M- Mabel, wait, isn't that like a Conestoga wagon? Yeah. Thomas, can you help Mabel with the wagon? Thomas goes over and hooks himself up to the wagon. And now it's a boy. It's a mech. driven wagon. Thomas sure of the wagon mech. Oh yeah, he's having a great time. He's running around like he's got a little toy behind him. Um, Frau he's signs the paper, wagon. hands it back to you and says, there is going to be one piece of housekeeping that you're going to want to be aware of before you head out um, and start this new business venture. Fran is, well, oh. changing right now. If you want to cut things off before they get too complicated, I would recommend heading out to the mausoleum. Yep. Hey, where's, okay. we where's will. what's his name's dad? Pritchard? Yeah, that guy. Hmm. Why? Is he still doing bad things? Hmm. The demon ghost of Pritchard was kind of raised with one purpose, which is to do bad things. Okay, where is he? Well... You want to know the truth? Yeah. He's back at my house. Are you guys like a thing? Well, I don't, we haven't really had that conversation yet, but... I don't know what a thing is. You know, I just heard Thorvert ask it at someone once. Fraternization between employees is uh, something that, that we'll uh, need oh, to discuss at a high I level. I pre-sign. 
I signed. I signed the. Uh, but especially at a at a when you're talking about head of department level, we need to have this discussion with all board members present. Um, I guess I did sign it. Wait, all four of us are here. Never mind. Should we do that at a later date, though? Because apparently there's something yeah. going down at the mausoleum. Yeah. Worst yeah. case also, scenario, we, we just banish him from member. this plane. We could. We need a fifth board member, you guys. Maple raises her hand. No, you're the fourth. Yeah, you were already oh, yeah, you're the fourth. Yeah. Thank you. There How was about no... the old flame? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Does that put <laughs> four foot... break ties. All right. So... <laughs> We should talk old, about titles as well. Uh, the old flame <laughs> slithers, up, <laughs> slithers up to um, Blorbel's ear and goes, don't worry, I'll always vote what you're voting for. That is not acceptable. You don't hear yeah. that. I'm not, I'm, oh. I, I am going to whisper to the old flame as I, as I assume we're heading to the mausoleum. Yes. Um, yes, we are. Uh, we're running. <laughs> you know, that, that is a, a huge conflict of interest, and I would actually encourage you not to do that. Um so you know, we we still have to like you know make sure everything's on the up and up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know do business crimes just because of my my partner is I'll there on the board you. with me. I'll vote against you. Okay, well that's also d- vote vote with your heart. <laughs> and you arrive at the mausoleum. Horrible the executive is- mausoleum is a half sunken, extremely detailed, uh, well carved marble structure that's half sunken into the it's earth most likely granite i granite there is a door that's imagine. kind of diagonally propped up um and you hear you hear the shifting of stone inside i immediately imagine uh the pyramid from blade runner that'll mm. work a ziggurat. I was yep. definitely thinking of Spike's house in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, only half sunken. So insert your favorite mausoleum. Uh, I mean, all of them work. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I may be the only <coughs> one in this group, and also out of all of the listeners, who says things like, I do have a favorite mausoleum. Yep. Well, <laughs> it's good. E- email us with your favorite mausoleum. Yeah. What do you do? Go in. Go in. Okay, you go in. You open the door, finding a dark, dim interior. Um, There is one very large, obviously, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, the burial raised up crypt. That's the crypt. That's the crypt. It's a raised up crypt in the middle. Um, That is, the top of it is slowly shifting run over and start pushing yeah, it back just walks over and pushes <laughs> it back. oh my gosh you guys both run over and look down and what you see inside is a skeleton trying to push away the lid of its coffin to get out push it back push, push it, back. it back thomas you pushing it no. back no. oh my god you're do- okay okay uh, athletics check from both of you please <laughs> that's the very like first that, solution it's like that scene from one piece where the zombie's crawling he just goes there there <laughs> uh, Ooh, that's Seven. not gonna be good okay uh plus athletics you said yeah uh blurble got a zero nice blurble oh. just like leans <laughs> i got an eight okay 
Um, that's so funny because um, the skeleton got a six and we got a seven and an eight. So I think you just it's it's a struggle like the skeleton is like is hooking its fingers around the side and trying to scramble up but you're both like no and you're like poking at its fingers and trying to drag it back um at one point i jump on top and start stomping yeah, them it literally <laughs> takes about five minutes just because you're all so evenly matched and dumb and it's just like it's a really awkward scramble to try to stuff this thing back in um until you suddenly you finally and it locks back into place uh old we flame. don't even know what that was <laughs> <laughs> old flame can you melt it closed and seal it sure and she does that. I, uh, I'm gonna take out my ship's sail. Oh my gosh. Yes, the one grim. that I stole from her in the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just going to just drape it over. Okay. <laughs> and hammer, like, the sides down. Okay. Like, I take some of the pitons yeah. um, from Thorvert, and I just, like, hammer those into the floor to, like, keep it taut. Yeah. After, and I just go, yeah, that'll keep her there. After all of this is done, Thorvert pulls out a piece of paper, folds it into, like, just a little pyramid shape. Yep. And writes, do not disturb. Yep. And sets it on top. <laughs> And then you leave. I'm sleeping. <laughs> and then <we> leave. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Wait, what's that, Fran? Yeah. Yes. We don't know. <laughs> you don't I mean, know at all. Technically, we don't know. No, we don't know but... Exiting the mausoleum, you make your way back to the front of the building, where the men of action have successfully cleared out all of the remaining employees of Fran's business. All of the kobolds who had been hired have been sent away to the day spa, per X's guidance. And um, a lot of the men of action are actually heading out to pubs to celebrate um, doing something. They don't quite know what they accomplished, but they did stuff. Um, Mark is waiting for you. and Oh, hi, Mark. So you come out. How's it going? Did you do it? I think so. Uh, we, we locked a we locked a corpse into place. Oh, I, I that's think... a good metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I, like yeah. That. I, I think Fran's going to be metaphor. taking a very long nap in the mausoleum. That's good to know. That's With... a very poetic way to describe death. Yeah, a very long nap in the mausoleum. I like that. Well, we've come a long way from uh, back at SPL, right? Yeah. That one time I handed handed you a pick. Do you remember that story, right? Yes. Yeah, it's good times. Good times, man. Wow. All right. Well, I think you all have a meeting with the barrister, don't you? Oh, wait. What do bears have to do with this? Well, and what are they stirring? Okay. Porridge. Okay, I forgot I have to start, like, way back for all of you. Okay, so, um, I understand oh, that you're trying you to start a business. Yes, mm -hmm. we're doing that. Oh, we're we're actually founding a co-op now. Oh, co that's wonderful. Or, no, <clears throat> we're founding a coop now. A coop. Okay, well, that's great. Uh, you'll still need that LLC, but I, I, you're almost, you still need an internship, right? Uh, te technically, we had one, 
I mean, we did like we resigned because it would you know, would have magically hurt us, but we we did have one. You see, the barrister, the barrister is the one who gives out LLC licenses. Um, the barrister is really strict about those internships, so just mm-hmm. to be careful. And uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out three golden exclamation point badges and hands them to all of you. Consider your time with the Men of Action, your successful internship. Don't mention the other one. He's not going to like it very much. And I think you should top this day off with with a celebratory LLC. I agree. And Thorvert scotch tapes the pin to his rib. Good. Very good. Mabel collects the paperwork. You all get in the wagon. And Thomas... Leads you off toward the barrister's house. <laughs> Thrimble is slipping in and out of Thorvert's ribs. Um, yeah. Like a slippery friend. Like flubber. So um, imagine Thrimble like somebody's like y- much younger brother who's just like, your friend is cool. And your friend's just like, yeah, all right. He can hang around, whatever. <laughs> You make your way to the barrister's office. Uh, the barrister is a very large troll with a very big judge uh, robe. Um, judge wig with all like the curled bits. Mm-hmm. The, um, white, the white. Yes. Very British. Um, sitting at their desk. What's all this then? You literally just spoiled the NPC voice I was about to say. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I had no Top idea. Top of the morning, governor. What can I do for you? I would like to apply for an, an LLC. Well, that's true. What was that voice? We'd be right happy to have you in here. Come on in and fill out this form here. Hands over the form. And I will need your full provided things. We need the licensing fee. We're going to have to get three interested investors. You're going to need to have passed that test that I believe. Yep. Have it passed the test. The pubit test. Yes. And I'm like so not on this accent. And. And. <laughs> and. And your internship form. Uh. As he's describing all of these things, Thorvert's just turning around to Mabel, taking them, and then putting yes. them back on the yes. desk. Yes. Wait, do we have the entrance fee? Yes, we have we a have lot of... You took a, a you got a ton of money with Martin Martinson. You stole mm-hmm. so much money. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have so much money. <laughs> you have so much money. All of it we, is legally the, gotten. The barrister collects everything, taps it all together on the desk, puts it in a jar, pulls out another piece of paper, signs it, hands it over to you. All right, well, it's going to be all... I guess he has a southern accent now. It's going to be all right there if you want to take a look at it, and we're going to need you to write down your company name, and then I'll be... We're the conference, right? Yeah, we're the conference. Yeah. Yeah, All right. And you write it in, and your little boy... Oh no, I have Thorvert write you, it for Thorvert me. Thorvert writes it in extremely elegant Victorian <laughs> calligraphy. It's it's a it's a gothic script because he's a skeleton. Yes. Oh, Beautiful. I love that. Good call. And the barrister stamps it. And Mabel takes it and puts it back into her little file folder. Thanks, Mabel. Congratulations. We did it. 
Now we it need an office. Feel different. Oh, we do need an All office. right. This oh, is I gave away our office. Season two. <laughs> this <laughs> is where we break our narrative. Um, we're going to do a little bit of an epilogue about a year later. Um, Lorbel. Mm-hmm. Where? What, what is the venue for when you and the old flame finally get hitched? Uh, so I think it is the dungeon where we used to work that okay. we, in the year since, um, in the year since we have been, it, like, operating, uh, if Blorble had any say in it, you know, there would have been a similarly, uh, exciting and chaotic hostile takeover of, mm. um, the, the dungeon we used to work at specifically. And, uh, Old Flame had like in the the one of the chambers in the dungeon like a, a brazier that uh she was in when we were there and I think like in front of that is okay. where the 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 ceremony happens. Okay. So the scene is set. Um a bunch of NPCs that you've met along the way, these friends that you have, are all sitting in rickety wooden chairs in a dripping, dirty dungeon. Ah, beautiful. There is an ooze and a living woman of flame who are standing opposite each other. Tyranny is sitting inside this, like, the, the, um... What did you say? What word did you use to describe the thing that the old flame was in? The uh, brazier. Brazier. That's the word. I'm sorry. I was. I kept thinking of something else. And Tierney's just sitting in it with her butt stuck in um, to <laughs> officiate because Tierney's the only one who is legally able to perform legal marriages in Eam. Mm. The only one. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I think that's she's been her quest busy. in the year. I think that has been her year-long quest is that she's eliminated all other official marriage officiants <laughs> so that she can be like the love witch, um, which is their oh, whole branding. Tracks. Yeah. So what, where is, we'll start with Blorble. Mm-hmm. Before Blorble came to this moment with his love, what did he do? Took over, um, tried to take over SPL. I think you yeah. took over some of it. I think you guys yeah. have acquired a portion of their business. I don't know if we went for SPL because that's a big undertaking. Yeah. I think we were, we were like, just specifically when we were the, planning the wedding, we were the like, we want to hold it here, that dungeon spot. Okay, cool, got it. So, so yeah. we want to liberate. You've it first. acquired yeah. that layer of dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. Um, what else so, did you do? So I also think like Blorble has been. Um, like overseeing a lot of the, uh, the just like employee protective roles of, you know, establishing this coop, um, like Mm -hmm. making sure that every, uh, every, every franchisee who decided they wanted to open up a room in the ever changing dungeon, uh, made sure that they knew that if uh we got even a whiff of uh you know employee mistreatment or uh other such corruption uh well my partner is literally made of fire and i do not forgive <laughs> i love that brilliant just something about the uper accent saying i do not forgive 
um so i think that, that takes up a lot of a lot of their time um i think like blorble still like when you can like i think they whenever they they go to a new place he does still administer these seemingly never-ending pamphlets yeah no one knows exactly where he's getting them <laughs> but they just keep appearing i love it um what have you and the old flame asked for Donovan and um, Thorvert to do in your wedding. Uh, Thorvert is the, the best man. Bearer. Okay, Thorvert is standing behind uh, Blorval. He's my loyal chum. Uh, through mm -hmm. thick and thin. Uh, Donover. I think I would ask Donover, like, I'd be like, listen, what would you like to do? Because I want to be the ring bearer. You want to be the ring bearer? Thought. I thought you were okay. going to be the flower girl, but yep, that's my second guess. Yeah, so then I ask uh, Donovers the to be the ring bear. Okay, I think we're going to do Donover next. When you get when oh wait, are we doing this and then we're finalizing at the yes? Wedding? I'm going to show you okay. the moment where you enter. Donovan comes in a little bit taller, little bit older. Some of that baby fat. A little bit, just like the tiniest bit. Oh, no, he's not much taller, but he is slimming down. Yeah, like time has passed here. Um, he's eating better. Donovan, how? Forcefully. What sort of unique flair do you put on the act of bringing the rings up? <laughs> well, Donovan is wearing uh, a pinstripe suit. Sure. Uh. With a bright red tie. And uh, shoes that are definitely a little too big. Okay. And uh, he's doing it actually very traditional, very normal. Okay. Very nice. Hmm. But when he gets up there, and uh, the, the, the little pillow that he's carrying him on, like they do in the yeah, movies, sure. there's no rings where, on it. Where are the rings, Donovan? <laughs> I don't know. Donovan. Check his pockets. What rings? Hold on. He turns around, <laughs> reaches into his pocket, kind of looking over his shoulder at you a couple times. Oh, I found them! Oh, there oh. they are. I must have just missed them that first time. Yeah, they've been yeah, there that whole time. Take a slight <laughs> scooch away from Old Flame. <laughs> She's Wait, just staring at you. I feel like a this woman doesn't like being tricked like this literally in the middle of her wedding <laughs> ceremony. I don't know. I feel like this was in the preparations. I feel <laughs> this has happened but every like single time. And every time the <laughs> old flame was like, like oh, haha, ha, what a funny thing to do in the rehearsal. It would be so <laughs> wild if you did anything like that when it actually mattered. And you were like, yeah, what? You didn't pick up any of her sarcasm. Donovan's a klepto, you guys. Yeah. Like, what did you think? Like, All right. But what is he been up to? What is he been up to? That's why he wanted to be the... Yeah, exactly. In the year since, what has Donovan um, been up to? He has been running his business. Mm -hmm. um, learning about how to run a business, mm -hmm. mostly. Uh, there are There's some stumbling in the beginning, for sure. Um, as there's a lot of big words that he does not yeah. understand or know. Yeah. Uh, which Thorvert actually 
he consults him from time to time, asking him, can you simplify this for me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now almost all of their legal documents are written so that a child could understand them. I like that. Cool. He's just nose to the grindstone. Oh yeah, no, he, he hit the ground running and also is uh, stealing things constantly. You... He has a secret room next to his office full of stolen things. <laughs> you like a cat's hoard. Hand the rings over and then slip back into your seat next to Thomas and Mabel. I'm kicking my feet. Thomas also kicks his feet in the exact syncopation that you are. Yes. A future now pair comes of loyal time. Chums. Because this is an untraditional ceremony, uh, for a variety of reasons, Tierney asks. If the best man could deliver a couple words about the couple. Thorvert steps forward. Don't you do that in a reception? And just Yeah, goes, it's untraditional. Best couple. He was what only, has Thorvert been up to? Because he was only asked for a couple of words. A couple of words, <laughs> yep. A, a tear rolls down Blorble's cheek. I will say, what color is Blorble again? It varies, like bluish, Greenish, whatever bluish, color bluish, is bluish, here. Bluish green. That's yeah. the color yeah. of Thorvert's tie. Oh, and Very he's wearing sweet. a black suit and a hard hat. Okay, full suit. <laughs> it's the hard hat that he's worn since being an SPL. Mm -hmm. Blurble is still wearing the hard hat, but it now has a top hat drawn on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's like seven other scratches out mm -hmm. that you have yeah. done in the year since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh. I've worn many hats in my life. Thorvert has actually really devoted himself to uh, taking secure control over riotous mm -hmm. uh, family, family holdings, holdings. Mm -hmm. uh, and has relocated their their whole business, mm -hmm. um, redefining a lot of what they do and uh, how they manage their people, and incorporating it under mm -hmm. the umbrella of the conference. Perfect. That's what I was thinking. Uh, Very cool. And serves as as a major business advisor and board member for the conference. What uh, do you do? Now, I don't imagine Thorvert spending, mm -hmm. having a lot of attention span for this, though. Yep. Uh, so Thorvert generally does this. Yes. And has secured his hold. He also yes. periodically wanders out into fields and just kind of yes. stands there. Or <laughs> this is his hobby. <laughs> Or Days on he'll just kind of, like, trail somebody on Halloween and pop out behind places as they're walking. <laughs> you know. You're like, oh, what a wonderful things. dark spooky night. I'll go creep about. <laughs> <laughs> as people uh, say. He, he, he also <laughs> has taken to occasionally sailing, um, whether that's... Somewhere or whatever. Uh, and that's because by himself, he's a skeleton crew. Yep. <laughs> I imagine that he has little floaties on his arms all the time because if, because skeletons sink. No, he just, he just walks out. What if you're really far out there? He's not near the ocean. Oh, you're sailing in lakes. Yeah. Okay. Just that one lake. Um, <laughs> beautiful. I love it. And... The ceremony curves around to 
Blorble and the Old Flames vows. And I didn't ask Blorble to prepare this because I didn't prepare this for the Old Flame either. But they're beautiful. We love it. They are heartfelt. If you want to say something, feel free, but don't feel like you have to. But it is a simple moment of just agreeing to support each other in whatever darkness comes their way, whatever lightness blesses their path and generally to not be to not be dicks to each other that's part of the eam yep marriage vows if it wasn't before it is now because tyranny (laughs) says so as the flame and the ooze smooch each other officially as ooze and wife a rock pings off thorvert's skull just as Donovan snatches one from midair, and a third sinks with a squelch into the just-smooched blorble. Hmm? (laughs) The door is open. (laughs) There is sunlight cascading in around a man who stands in silhouette, the setting sun at his back. He steps forward and tilts his hat back, letting the light fall across his face. (laughs) It's that guy who was building a wall in the first episode who threw a rock at you, except now he's buff. And he's here for revenge. Thorfurt's and that size. is where we will close Land of Eam, our mini-series. <laughs> Closes with Donovan, like, loosening his tie. Like Thorfurt's got the axe coming out, and he's just like... Ugh. Blurble pulling out the hurdy-gurdy for one last ride. <laughs> well, thank you for playing in this Thanks game, y'all. Thank you for um, running. It was definitely outside of my comfort zone to run this game because um, I like structure and I like knowing what to expect and I like control over my stories and this provided me none of that. So thank you for making me a better storyteller um, through this nonsense. And for making me laugh so much, you guys, you are all hilarious in this miniseries. I like to think I am. phenomenal. Yeah. Some of the best jokes. You were funny too, Sam. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I still, like, I still think about the the balloon across the chasm (laughs) smash cut. I think that was my (laughs) best (laughs) moment of DMing ever. It felt like it belonged in an episode of uh, Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this will be fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, y'all had great characters and reacted in really fun ways. So, we're not going to do a wrap up for this one, but I just wanted to say thank you to all three of you because great fun to roll with these idiots. Yay! We're not doing it. Thank a- you, Ben and James. I don't yes. think we're doing a wrap up. We're not oh, doing an you, official wrap up, but I really want to say something about this okay. system, like. I love it. So much room for joy and yeah. idiocy and goofiness. Mm-hmm. This is it, 100% it's my brand of nightmare chaos bull whimsy, and I love it. <laughs> and I like, so if if our listeners want to go out and get more Land of Eam, um, Ben and James actually stream on this game a lot, Ooh. and it's incredible, and they have like three seasons of it, and they are wonderful characters. They know the world so well, obviously, because they've made it. So if you want to ha- head to their YouTube channel, they've got all of that in archive. Uh, highly encourage going to watch them. They play this game a lot differently than we do, but I think that's one of the strengths of the system, is that 
you can have these like really structured dungeon campaigns and then you can also have what we did um <laughs> so <laughs> nonsense there's, a, there's no real silliness. words for what we did there's no <laughs> but that's why it's so good like this is just as valid a game of land of eam if you just mm. walk around and make a business like yep. yeah love it great commit lots of crimes business crimes anything anything else that you guys have before we officially wrap up this mini series no Looking forward to the next season. I'm gonna miss Blorble. Right. I'm gonna miss Blorble too. I'm gonna miss Blorble three. Oh, uh, you do know, Connor. This may be of interest to you. You can now play a slime in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. <gasps> and next season two. is going Blorble to be Dungeons two. and Dragons. Blorble two. <gasps> Blorble two. Audience chant with me. Blorble two. Blorble two. <laughs> well. Two. I'm going to miss Blorble 4. <laughs> I'm going to miss everybody. This cast was great. Yeah. It was a good time. Thank you for listening to the final episode of Experience and Gold Playing Land of Eam. We are coming back uh, with a new game. You will get details of that shortly. But for now, we're going to be a little quiet for a bit. Um, in that spare time, you can go play some Land of Eam with your friends. It is an RPG designed by Ben Costa and James Parks. Uh, you can head over to landofeam.com slash kickstarter to get your hands on the game. Also backing it. Please give them money to make this everywhere. Um, if you need more Eam. Battle of the Bards, in addition to all the other rickety stitch books are out, you can get them on Amazon, bookshop.org, any bookstores, or any store that happens to sell books. That is probably not true. Um, I wish it was them. available in every store that happens to sell books. Animated miniseries when? <laughs> if you want more experience in gold, we are on Twitter at expandgold. You can also email us at expandgold at gmail.com expand gold this week's music was provided by ben and james and whoever is at the end of this episode which i don't know what it's gonna be yet so i hope you have fun listening to what that bard is singing which i don't even know what it's gonna be but as we wrap up we pull back from the map of eam and until next time we will see you next time as we go on we remember all the times we had together. We're rolling down the road with all our chums and our pals. Singing songs, come sing along with all us guys and us gals. We're gonna take a chance The roads are calling our name Danger sure, but such a lure We're seeking fortune and fame Everybody! We're rolling down the road With all our chums and our pals Singing songs, come sing along With all us guys and us gals We're gonna take a chance The roads are calling our name Can't you sure, but such a lure